What? Can you tell us about Diane? What are you talking about? Your friend, Diana. Martin said that she was here an hour ago. Yes, she's my friend. Is this your friend, Diana? Is this her? Where did you get this? Answer my question. No, you answer mine. You met Diana at Mulberry Hill when you were taken there for your depression. Am I right? What does it matter? Am I right? When we met. What does it matter when we met? Because she died. Listening to the Buzzed Kill Podcast. I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. It is episode 185. Welcome to the Buzzed Kill Podcast, where on today's episode we explore the dark side of the room. <laughs> yeah, was that uh, that was pretty good, right, Mister? That was pretty good, was- Mister Movie m- Movie Voice Guy. Mr. I wish oh, is I that, could, is that what you were going I for? wish I could do that. I wish I could. Like, have you ever seen that comedian uh, Pablo Francisco? Like, um, he was he was he was a lot more popular in the early two thousands, I think. But he's he's the one who he does a lot of impress impersonations. And he doesn't have impersonations. Impersonations. He doesn't have a particularly <laughs> low voice. In fact, his voice is pretty high. But he can do the he can do the the movie trailer voice really well. He's the guy mm-hmm. that if you ever like, I'm sure you've heard somebody Im- impersonate him doing the impersonation where they sit. The, oh, uh, I know what you're talking the, about. Like, in a world, in a world, <laughs> one one yeah. man. And he does the little tortilla boy that these are my tortillas, you know. Like, <laughs> no, you cannot have my tortillas. Get down. Um, I have no, I have no idea what you're talking about. But oh, really dude, uh, hit, look, the little tortilla boy, little tortilla boy featuring uh, featuring Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> it's because he's, he's talking about how the the movie the movie trailer voice guy can make anything sound exciting in a word no one one man and then he starts talking about Arnold Schwarzenegger starring in this film about a a guy who sells tortillas on the street in New York <laughs> and then for some reason the mob comes in and wants his tortillas um look at the well, there's I, a I think that I think his full that that particular special is up on YouTube. It's called Bits and Pieces. You should watch it sometime. Uh, Frank Caliendo does a really good impersonation of the. Uh, well, he does really good. Oh, look at that! Fucking amateur hour over here with my Damn, telephone. dude. Uh, hold on, let me turn that right off. Turn I'm off, Christian. I, I'm not gonna right. silence mine just because I'm more important than you. And if I get a text message, I might need to look at it. You know. Yeah, that's fair. That's, um, that's no, fair. I Frank Caliendo, Frank Caliendo does a really good impression of the movie, uh, the uh, the movie announcer guy. Um, but his is like he's got a bit though where he's like, in a world, something something. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris Rock is Batman. <laughs> something like that. And he does like a really great Chris Rock impression. Look it up; it's fantastic. <laughs> I will um, not. I wish I wish that he would have done more stuff. I remember like. When I first saw Frank Caliendo's stand-up, I thought it was like the greatest thing that I'd seen like ever in terms of comedy when I first saw it years and years ago. I feel like um, he, but w- he never he never really did anything though. Yeah, he had his own show, dude. 
Okay, but after that though, because that was all around the same time. <laughs> okay. But that was all around the have same had, time. Have you had your own? Well, I guess you have had your own show. But he this did. He it, did but... Mad TV. He did Mad TV. Yeah. He had his own show, but then he just disappeared. Um, he still died. Like he actually still, he 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 does his Madden impersonation every season during the NFL. Like during the NFL oh, season. He? Yeah, he'll like they'll they'll throw it over to Frank Caliendo. But he pretends, you know, he pretends because his because yeah. uh, his Madden is one of you know one of the best. His Madden is flawless. So he'll it's do so good. So he'll do. Uh, they'll throw it over to him as if he's like a correspondent, like an on-air correspondent, and he'll he'll do mm-hmm. his little his little Madden bit. It's usually pretty <laughs> funny. But yeah, he's still he's still out there doing his thing. Yeah. Speaking of uh, speaking of doing your thing, I, I was no speaking of comedians. I was really let down this week. I don't like. Well, it's not that I don't like comedy. I'm not a huge, <laughs> as huge of a fan of stand-up comedy as some people are. Listen, like, I, don't get me wrong. I, don't get me wrong. Listen, I like comedy, but like... Listen, the laughs, no. I, I, I don't enjoy them. I don't enjoy the laughs, you know? I don't like having a good time. Hey, <laughs> hey you, you're trying to make me laugh? Fuck you. No. I don't want that. No, fuck that. <laughs> um, no, I was listening to... There is a... Because uh, as we've established on the show, I'm a... I'm a big pro wrestling fan and um there was a new speaking um, of laughs podcast (laughs) right uh there was a podcast that um tom segura was uh did with some chick i don't even know who she is i don't listen to his podcast but he was talking about he was talking about pro wrestling though and i lost a lot of respect for him because i understand like certainly you can get away with a lot of stuff when you're like doing your quote-unquote like bits you know um but he was talking about pro wrestling, and he's just like, like I tell you what, man, anybody that believes in this shit, you gotta be a fucking retard, da 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 da, da retard, retard, retard. And it's like he was mm. just like talking in his own speak, and I was like, I just, I hate that word kind of to begin with. Like, yeah, I, I don't use it, I don't like it. And to hear him just throwing it around casually, not even doing a bit, I'm like, dude, like, come on. It's like, it's it's kind of weird, like that. I, I I feel like because uh, I, I don't I don't like that word either. I don't. I don't like if people say it. I'm just like now. Well, here's the reason. I used to hear people say it, and I'd be like, "Dude, come on!" And now it's almost like it's making a comeback, which is I, I don't. I, I'm not in support of that, but for some reason, if for some reason people don't seem to, th- have you noticed this at all? Like I, I've noticed it. I, I don't know if it's just the people I listen um, to or the people I watch on on YouTube and stuff, but like. It seems like it seems like it's more prevalent. Like people are, they don't care as much about saying it anymore. And I don't. Well, I think I think a big part of it is that the social justice warriors moved on to bigger fish to fry, is what it is. <laughs> but no, I I don't know. I I don't. Um, I don't know. I don't like it though. I never have. It's just not part of my vocabulary, and it's kind of gross when I hear other people say it. I it's mean, just, you know what it is. I mean, it's here, a very hold on. unbecoming let's, word. Hold on. Let's be honest. It was at some point. I'm guessing part of your vocabulary. Well, yeah. When, when we were when we were younger, everybody said it. Sure, sure. You know what I mean. Um, but as I've got as I've gotten older, though, it's like it's like it's like the one thing that I just kind of get hung up on. Like if I hear people say it, I'm like, oh god, my opinion of you just like totally dropped. Yeah, it's you know? one of those gross That's words all. that you. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. I curse like a fucking sailor. I say a lot of weird, stupid, cunty shit. <laughs> but <laughs> like, like twat rocket. Twat, well, that's just fun. That's that's just fun. <laughs> Twat rocket, <laughs> fun to say too. <laughs> um, Twat rocket. Um, it just, I don't know. I, yeah, it's just, I, it's, I it's feel just like, not part of my vocabulary. I feel like you sound you like people sound stupid when they say it too. Like mm-hmm. I had I had a girl come and deliver a pizza 
to me uh, like last summer, and she 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 goes, I'm for some reason I had this very same uh, thing happen today. Nobody can find my house. It's pretty simple. The numbers are right it's there. Really, the, it's, it's really simple. It's very simple. It's it's right on the main road. But she goes, oh, gosh, I'm I'm sorry, I'm late. I couldn't. I couldn't find your house, and I, like I, I finally found it. And I'm like, God, I'm retarded. I'm like, oh, okay, well, I was gonna tip you, but <laughs> I, I wouldn't have tipped her. I'd be like, give me that, give me the pizza, slam the door. I think I <laughs> don't think, even get paid. I think some people just don't even know any better. You know what I mean? No, but well, here, take this as your public service announcement. If you use that word, we hate you. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, James, how's your uh, how's stop, your week been? Stop being a cunt. <laughs> that's that's what's funny is so many people hate that word. I love the word cunt. That's, I love it. Yeah. It's it's such a fun word, and there's so many cunts that I I I have to say it. <laughs> like so many people are it's, so many people are actual cunts that I feel like but it's not I, but that I feel like not, I feel like if you don't say it uh you're doing you're doing a disservice to the rest of the world who and and that word's more acceptable I think because it's not derivative of another real word you know it's just cunt <laughs> it's like you don't describe like there's not like a medical condition where like oh I'm sorry you've come down with the cunt there are, there are some there are like, some people there are some people though that think that is like the absolute worst word that you can call somebody. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, let's be honest. It is it is a pretty foul word. <laughs> what is it about that word that is so much worse than every other word? No. The British people love it. Oh, you oh, fucking, you fucking cunt. cunt. Oh, look at this cunt. <laughs> they love it. They say they it as it. a term of endearment though. They they can yeah. Oh come on, yep. let's have a pint, you fucking cunt. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's that's just oh man, all these cunts are gonna go have a pint. Like they say it as a. I, I think it's more actually. Is it more Aussie? Look at these. It could be more Aussie. It could be more Aussie actually. Come on, you. Cunt. I've heard it in both. I'm not <laughs> sure where it's more prevalent. But come on, you cunt. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we've dropped we've dropped more more followers in the last five minutes. I think we have the entire duration of our show. <laughs> Jeez, should we should we think of a few more just for good measure? Um, uh, what we got here. Uh, we pretty. I mean, uh, you know, um, there's a typical shit, piss, fuck, cunt, cocksucker, motherfucker, tits, fart, turd, twat. Well, that's that's just a that's just a good song though, <laughs> and a good and a good George Carlin bit. Yeah, and it's a good thing to call your mother first thing in the morning. <laughs> um. <laughs> Anyway, no, uh, that's all I got. Um, James, how's, <laughs> yeah. your, how's, how's your week been? I don't know how to transition out of this. <laughs> Shut up, you cunt. Um, my week has been fine. Just been, just been chilling. It's just like, what, what do you even do anymore? You know, we don't do, <laughs> we don't do anything. Yeah, like we can't no, I, do anything. It you. sucks. I got back. I got. I, I, I finally started working on leather a little bit again. Despite the fact that I've been stuck in my house doing nothing, I've had no time to actually do any leather work. So I finally did for the past couple of days. I made my my uh, wife a nice gift for Mother's Day. Yeah, finished that up today. So nice, nice. Yeah, that's uh, that's literally the most exciting thing that I've been doing in the last week. Yeah, this this episode will be releasing on Mother's Day. So uh, happy Mother's Day, you cunts! Hey, happy Mother's Day, you fucking cunts! <laughs> Tell you fucking cunts out there. Oh, oh God. We, no, uh, we, this, is, this went off. <clears throat> it only took 11 minutes and we're already off the rails tonight. How is this um, off the rails? It's, 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 I don't know. The, the, the cunt rails. <laughs> I'll tell you what. 
I'll tell you what. If we're, <laughs> we're going to have a lot of cunts coming out of the woodwork <laughs> to yell at us about this this episode. I just I just hope that nobody decides to randomly turn this on in like a crowded room <laughs> because that would be real bad. <laughs> or we're like your mother and my mother-in-law are. Not my mother, because yeah. she would think it was funny, but my mother-in-law. Your mother, think, yeah. You're, I don't think my mother-in-law would appreciate it very much. I I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm going out in a limo. <clears throat> and to that, maybe, maybe and to that, I, and to that, to that, I say, hey, ease up, cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus oh, oh, happy mother, happy mother's, happy day. mother's um, day. This week was fun. I started playing uh, some video games again. I had some time to kill today. Oh, actually, I, 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 I did forget I, something, but we'll come back to it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. Well, no, I finished up all my notes and whatnot. I watched uh, our last movie earlier today. And uh, we're recording on a Saturday this week because we were. Uh, I was busy with Joe Bob Briggs last night. You know, I have priorities here. Well, um, well that and I still hadn't watched either of the movies. Yeah, well, so, there's always that. Yeah. But um, I started playing... Um, I re- started replaying... Uh, the last Mortal Kombat game that uh, that I owned. Yeah. Because I saw I saw a trailer for uh, the new one that's coming out, and I'm like two behind on it. I'm like, I want to play a fighting game. Like we used to have a thing where we would get together with our with fucking Brian and everybody, uh, PJ and a whole bunch of other people. We play Soul Calibur. Uh, Soul Calibur uh, Injustice. Or... Was it Injustice? Was that the DC fighting game that I we played remember. a lot? I don't remember what it was. Yeah, there's it was there, so there's good, a lot though, of them dude. that we played. And uh, there's a new uh, there's a new Mortal Kombat coming out, and the trailer for the new game, uh, it's like this really great uh, great story that goes along with it because there's stories now in the game. Yeah, and it's cool because you know the guy that played Shang Tsung in the movies. Yeah, <clears throat> that uh, that Asian actor. I don't I don't know his name. Uh, yeah, forgive me, but um, he is the <clears throat> likeness now for Shang Tsung in every Mortal Kombat. Oh, game. is he really? So That's it's, cool. So it's and it's still him to this day, which is really awesome. That's really awesome. Um, but you know they always have like specialty characters now in every new Mortal Kombat game. Uh-huh. And I'm watching the end of the trailer, and then all of a sudden you hear a familiar voice. And I'm like, I know that voice. And then you see these silver metallic robot legs, and it's going up. And there's a gun that comes out of his leg. It's fucking Peter Weller as RoboCop is in the new really? fucking Mortal Kombat <laughs> game. Dude, that's <laughs> like, awesome. Actual <laughs> Peter Weller, which is amazing. Oh, that's so cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know what RoboCop because he never really moved very fluently, so I don't know what RoboCop in a Mortal Kombat game looks like. But well, that I'm was into just it that was uh, that was hindrances of uh, you know ni- nineteen what was that nineteen eighties or nineteen nineties nineteen eighties filmmaking late eighties yeah late eighties uh, the uh, just just to uh, interject real quick the name of the actor is Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Okay. Shang okay. Tsung. I would never, I never would have pulled that out. No, of you wouldn't have I just, so. just to avoid a correction for next week. But apparently though, this new, uh, this new Mortal Kombat game, Mortal Kombat 11, uh, it's, uh, the special characters for the first, uh, for the first round here are Robocop, Spawn, nice. and the Joker. Cool, cool. Pretty, pretty great, uh, threesome there. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> That's one I would watch for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, um yeah. So, what do you what were you, what did you remember? Oh, I just I forgot to mention we we did have a, a fun because I I thought you were gonna I didn't know you were gonna mention gaming I thought you were gonna talk about hanging out on Zoom with uh oh gotcha. with uh, Vito and 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 uh, Chris Jordan but we had a we had a fun time the other night we did uh, 
uh, hang time Zoom with Carney the other night on yeah. uh, friend of the friend of the show. He's been on the show once or twice. Yeah, twice? just uh, just once I think. Yeah, just once. Yeah, just once. Um, <laughs> that was probably like a hundred episodes ago. But yeah. yeah, that was uh, that was quite a night though because we did it on a Monday because he doesn't work on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and we stayed up until like four. I did it on a Monday. Yeah. It was, was such a, it was such a bad idea, <laughs> but it was a lot of fun. We played some slash cards. I won for once because Chris Jordan wasn't involved, so that was Oh, neat. my God. <laughs> I completely forgot we played that. Oh. I was really... You're, I was real drunk. You were drunk, That huh? night. I was real drunk. <laughs> well, we didn't... <laughs> again, it was a. It was another 4 o'clock in the morning it was night. A, it was like, a Monday, I, and we didn't start playing slash cards until, I think, 1230. Yeah. Yeah, that was. But I we, did. We've made I did worse dominate. decisions. Yeah, we've made worse decisions. We've made much better decisions as well. So. Oh yeah, um, I would say this yeah. goes into the better decisions column. I oh, felt okay. like I felt like crap the, the 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 day after, but I had a lot of fun. Yeah, same here. Um, <coughs> yeah, I don't know. Like you mentioned, you mentioned I did the same thing with uh, with Vito and uh, our friend Chris Jordan. Um, we watched uh, we watched this movie called Psycho Pike, Psycho which Pike. is. <laughs> By the sounds of it, <laughs> which is the, uh, it's a, it was from the '90s, I believe. And the thing about it is that it was never actually released. It was made, and screener copies like were released, but it never actually got released to the public. So you can find it on uh, YouTube and and whatnot. And we watched that, and it was, uh, it's a doozy, and it's it was so <laughs> great that not only am I making a physical copy for myself, but uh, I'm putting it in the box for a category for next month's yes pick box so <laughs> <laughs> it's happening <laughs> all right but uh, anyway that's uh, that's all i got it's been a pretty uneventful week yeah it snowed. I, I actually it snowed oh yeah it snowed May. here in michigan for fuck's sake <laughs> didn't stick but whatever still we today today we had a record low i think lowest lowest yeah. temperature since 1986 or something like that was it 27 degrees this morning it was like it was i think it was 34 or something like that whatever it's gross fucking fucking michigan yeah but Mm -hmm. anyway that's uh that's what we've had going on this week so yeah speaking Um, speaking of you know sometimes mother mother nature makes mistakes here in michigan sometimes we make mistakes here on the show and then we correct them let's get into some corrections yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. It was great. <laughs> it was. It was. It was great, James. It wasn't. Wasn't. Wasn't forced at all. <laughs> stupid! You're so stupid. A couple things we got wrong last week. First and foremost, if yep. you were one of the uh, first five people, I think it was, to listen to the episode, like right after I posted it, because believe it or not, there are some people that listen to it right after I post it, <laughs> which is crazy to me. There's only like five. Of them, I was gonna say when you five. say first five, you mean only five, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if you were part of the five, the five, uh, you got um, you you got a little uh, a little accidental treat in the middle of our episode because I completely <laughs> forgot to edit out like a whole ten to fifteen, I think ten to fifteen minute long segment where we took a piss break. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot. I forgot that you told me about this on Monday when we were hanging out with Carney. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sorry what? about that. What? I, I hope I hope that it wasn't too disgusting to listen to. I didn't actually listen to it. Was I just there any, quickly edited it out. And was there any like? The was there any terrible? Oh, so you don't know what was in there? Nope, didn't listen to it. I can go back and <laughs> I can go back and try to find out. But you should I just pro- real quickly. I really quickly made the upload private so that nobody else could see it, 
and then I got back, went back into Reaper, re-edited, found where it was at, re-edited it out, and then <laughs> just re-uploaded it in the matter of about a half an hour. So <laughs> oh, I didn't man. actually listen to it, nor do I know how long it actually was, but it was a pretty considerable chunk. <laughs> so who you knows really, what our conversation was? You really should have. You really should have listened to it to find out if we need to make any public apologies or anything <laughs> like that. Because it's not. Yeah. It's not beyond us to say some really terrible shit during our breaks. No, it's really not. It's really not. We're the kind of you people know. that like to make each other laugh by saying the most vile, repulsive shit you can Exactly. Imagine. Or sending and, each um, other the worst pictures we can find or whatever. So it's... it. So it's... Or, uh, using, or using words like, you know, retard in a funny sense. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't. I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, so if you were one of those people, hopefully we didn't offend you. We apologize, and hopefully that will never happen again. All right. Actually, I well, I don't I just, care. I don't care if I offended you. I just want to know what I said. <laughs> you're allowed to. Well, you're allowed to be offended by the things I say. I don't care. That's fine. But uh, that's I just would like to know <laughs> what was in that that mystery mystery I just, minute. I just. It's like I just need to know why people hate me. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Um, if somebody's if somebody's throwing bricks through my window, I I just want to know why. You know. Yeah. Or you at and, least and tell because me that. We don't, because we didn't listen to it. Write it if you if you're gonna throw a brick through his window. Write it on a piece of paper and then like, you know, rubber band it around the brick and then throw it through. <laughs> so then you actually know what it's for. <laughs> it just it just says you took a five minute piss, and I and I heard every drop. <laughs> And you brought you brought your phone in with you. You have a very weak stream. <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of trickles out. That would be the most offensive thing of all. Oh, you're so hearing, gross. Can you imagine listening hearing, to that like, in your hearing headphones? Mike's <laughs> hearing Mike's drippy stream. <laughs> like that fucking scene in oh, the Green God. Mile. <laughs> Just bloop. Oh, oh bloop. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's a very strong stream. Thank you very much. Um, moving on. Um, Steven Spielberg. Like, like a horse, this one. Like a horse. All right. Sorry. Stallion. A stallion. Uh, Steven Spielberg did, in fact, direct War of the Worlds. I didn't realize that he actually directed that, but he did. The one with uh, Tom Cruise. Oh, did you question I said, I did said you that you he produced me? it. I didn't said that I, he produced it. Didn't I say so. he directed it? I... You might have. I don't. You know, it. It, it it always seems like a lot, a lot of these corrections are the things that you fight me on that you're completely wrong about. I mean, I mean, it's most of the time here. Sure. Okay. Well, as long as you can That's admit fine. that. <laughs> uh, do you uh, do you have any more corrections? No, because you know what I'm doing. I I I'm backlogging because I missed like five episodes. So. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening. Convenient. It's a real convenient excuse. <laughs> it well, it is convenient. But by next week, I should be all caught up. So next week, if there's any corrections, I'll have them for you. Oh, you know what? All we right. should we should make one correction. And good thing that? that I good thing that my brain is a steel trap. Uh, thank you to the boys over at uh, Grave Plots Podcast <laughs> for correcting us about our complete lack of knowledge for beer. Uh, of oh, <laughs> our complete lack of knowledge of beer, despite the fact that we are a beer and horror movie podcast. Um, 
we drank a. Let's, we let's drank be honest, a, the scales. The scales are really <laughs> tipped on that one. They, I mean, they really are. Yeah. But <laughs> we're actually not. We're actually not a beer or a horror movie podcast. We're just two jackasses talking about cunts and stuff. Um, a DIPA, which is what we drank, is and. Hold on. In my defense, I don't think I said anything. I I think I'm pretty sure I haven't listened to the episode, but I was no, like, "It's all me." I, was, no, no, I wonder what, what is DIPA. I don't know what DIPA. And then Mike's like, "I think it's the hops. Like it's the dripper hops, or it's, the- it's a dipper. It's a dipper." <laughs> but you said it was like because of the dripper hops or something like that. Didn't no, you? there is. I want to say there is a style of beard called beer, not beard, beer called a drippa. Don't start, don't start just. No, there is. Don't no, there start is. just spouting off bullshit again because the the dudes at Grave Plotter. No, so what drippa is. They're going to no, come drippa, in and just be like, guys, seriously, we have to stop doing this because we can't, we can't. First of all, we don't even like listening to your podcast because it's painful to listen to. <laughs> We only do it so that we can correct you on your shitty beer knowledge. So, so the the dripper though is from Coonins. That's the reason that I know. Oh it, yeah, I do, okay, I drink, yeah. I do drink Coonins. Yes, but here's the thing. Though. I've had the dripper. I don't know if it. I don't know if it's actually pronounced dripper because it's a double rice India Pale Ale. So I don't know if it's a D R I P A or if it's actually called dripper. I think they brought. I think yeah. I think they call it dripper. But when I saw when I saw a DIPA though, that was the first thing that just popped into my head, which is why I said dippa or dripper. Like so, there is a reason behind it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not that stupid. At any rate, uh, uh, at any rate, dudes at the uh, Grave Plot Podcast, thank you for the, (laughs) thank you for the, the correction. We appreciate it. those guys keep us on our toes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, those motherfuckers. <laughs> I'm, I'm, hey, hey, you say that. I'm just happy someone's listening and is calling us out in our bullshit. Yeah, That's they're all. actually they're so. actually two out of the five people who listen to us. So, I, well, there you go. Thanks, dudes. <laughs> so once once again, apologize for my weak stream. Um, all right, so make yourself useful and tell us what we're drinking this week. Oh, geez, okay. Um, so this week we are drinking. Hold on, I gotta. Go to my handy dandy cooler over here. Well, first off, before you while you're getting your beer out, uh, what we're talking about this week, uh, if you couldn't tell from the the title, uh, "Dark Side of the Room," it's all about uh, being in the darkness and pitch blackness and the absence of light. And we are watching uh, the uh, the the 2003's seminal horror hit, "Darkness Falls." Yes. And, uh, <laughs> and 2016. And the 2016. Uh, Feature length based on a short uh, lights out. It's weird that uh, after 185 episodes, you just decided to do my part of this show. <laughs> I, th- I thought you had to get up. I thought you had to get up to get to the beer. The cooler's know? right here. It sits right next to me. All right, <laughs> the cooler, so <laughs> the cooler is right here. Uh, yeah. So uh, so so Mike, um, ever so annoyingly, just told you the movies that we we are talking about today, <laughs> and. <laughs> Oh, I gotta hold on. I have to actually see what you should have been doing is while I chug the rest of this so that I can empty my glass so I can pour this into mm. my glass. Here's the problem. Okay. Here's the problem. I'm gonna chug this while you talk about what the problem is. The problem is, is that I was doing the same thing that you were doing. I had a glass in front of me and I have some uh, some founders uh, all day IPA that I've been drinking. Oh. Uh, and Ooh. what I forgot to do was what you just did. Yeah. And I had about a half inch or so left of ipa in my glass and i just poured an imperial stout into it what dude 
<laughs> You're so stupid. Okay. So my 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 profile on this might not be accurate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting coffee notes and and uh, <laughs> wait, what did you say you were drinking? Because I'm I'm thinking about all, what I was all day drinking. IPA. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. Um, so well, we'll I see. just I just chugged half a can of M43, so I'll see you on the oh, other side. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. <clears throat> From Great Lakes Brewing Company. Wonder where they're based out of. <laughs> uh, I think they're from uh, they're from Ohio. They from they from Wisconsin. <laughs> they're from Wisconsin. Uh, oh oh, oh well be, uh, what what nothing nothing. Oh shit! I okay. just saw the expiration date on this. Uh, did but, you get this at but, Embassy? But, also, Where'd you get this? I didn't, but but I got it at my at my store. But it's this is a stout, stout though. though. It ages, so this should be absolutely fine. Uh, five, Unless you mix it with an IPA. I can't read that. <laughs> 5, 16... 18. 18? Oh, yep. boy. Yep. <clears throat> okay, excuse me. Oh, Pardon me. Jesus, James. Yeah, that was gross. That came all the way down from my small intestine. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was supposed to be a fart, but it decided to come back <laughs> up. <laughs> just, just saw your sphincter. It's like, nope. <laughs> nope. I'm not even dealing with that. He hasn't showered in three days. <laughs> like, like, like some some things even a fart won't do. <laughs> oh oh shit! All right. I feel so, so bad for your wife. <laughs> so for <laughs> listen, tomorrow's Mother's Day. I. I promise I will shower tomorrow. Oh, um, <laughs> I thought maybe you were just healing in the flavor for Mother's Day. <laughs> Age to perfection, baby. <laughs> um, all right. So anyway, Great Lakes Brewing Company out of... Uh, oh, God. Oh, you weren't kidding. No. This what actually think? this actually makes oh, me... Oh, my God. It actually makes me... I was me, actually... It actually makes me angry. I actually I just wasn't read. serious about that. <sighs> that was a, that, that was like a completely terrible joke on my Brewed part. Brewed and bottled. I'm angry about this. I'm I'm triggered. I don't get triggered by a lot of things, Mike. And I'm I'm fucking triggered right now. <laughs> Brewed and bottled by Great Lakes Brewing Company in Cleveland, Ohio. You wonder why Michigan, people from Michigan hate Ohio. This is why. They steal shit like the Great Lakes from the Great Lakes state and claim it as their own. Ohio. That's it. It's not the Michigan state-Ohio rivalry. Does it's Ohio not even... Or, or U of so, M, rather, rivalry. Does Ohio even touch a Great Lake? Well, yeah. Ohio Erie. touches Huron, right? No, Erie. Is it Erie? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I don't care because Ohio <laughs> sucks, aside from the Toledo <laughs> Zoo and Cedar Point. But it's Great Lakes Brewing, guys? Yeah. In Ohio Cleveland, is, Ohio? Ohio's uh, northern border is 75% on Lake Erie. Son of a bitch. Well, that is so... That's so, still not... It's, so, it'd be Great Lake. I was going to say, Great so Lakes. at the very most, you can call yourself Great Lake Brewing. Yeah. But but Erie isn't even the great one out of all of them. No, and it's I'm the, guessing it's the eeriest. <laughs> and I'm guessing most Ohioans wouldn't be able to tell me. 
wouldn't be able to islands wouldn't be able to tell me which one is the greatest of all the lakes because they're from Ohio and they're stupid. Not right? objectively speaking. I'm I'm talking I'm talking subjectively speaking. Which one is the greatest of all the lakes? Superior, obviously, because it's the biggest. Wait, is Superior exactly. the biggest? Superior yes. is the biggest, right? I don't, it's I know or that's Huron. The most Huron. Huh? No, and Superior is the biggest. Yeah, it's the deepest. I know that for sure. But I'm fairly certain it's also the biggest. Which one's the deepest and the bluest? <laughs> uh, the one that's shaped like a shark's fin. <laughs> Um, look up some information for me so that I, I don't am. sound like a complete, I mean, I already made a complete jackass out of I, myself, but I know uh, that. So Lake Superior is the second largest lake in the world. Okay. So Booyah. Yeah. So Booyaka I was. Okay. Um. Yeah, it's huge. Huron, Huron's pretty big too. Michigan's pretty big too, but neither one of them. Uh, well, they're the Great Lakes for them. a reason. So I'm pretty, yeah, exactly. I'm pretty, suffice it to say, I'm pretty pissed off at Ohio right now because this is bullshit. Uh, but anyway, let's yeah. hopefully this beer will be able to redeem itself a little bit. Bold and dark is a powerless metropolis. Our Russian imperial stout, oh, and they love Russia, of course they do, Commemor- <laughs> commemorates the infamous... They can see it from their backyard. <laughs> uh, commemor- commemorates the infamous 2003 blackout that briefly left some 55 million people utterly unplugged. Um, the blackout was great. The blackout the was I had crazy, so much dude. Fun. Yeah. Oh, dude. I my my whole. I, f- I feel like I, and maybe if I know Greg's gonna listen to this, so maybe he can correct me. But I feel like our neighborhood was just more uh, alive, <clears throat> alive, and like everybody like everybody just bonded more. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because it was yeah. a blackout, like so everybody would everybody would just nobody wanted to be in their house because it was in the middle of the summer. Yeah, and so um, nobody wanted to be cooped up in their stuffy house. So I feel like we all just met up in the streets and just hung out, you know. Yeah, that's exactly what it was around me too. I remember a lot of the party stores they were giving ice away because the ice was just going to melt. Oh yeah, they were like giving that. They were giving meat away, like because it was just going to go bad. So like all they were literally opening their doors and like anything that is going to go bad without proper refrigeration or freezing. Like just come and take it, and like we had, uh, we had like block parties where everybody would just bring their their grills to the street, mm-hmm. and everybody was just cooking something different. You just walk down the street and just get food, and like everybody was cooking everything. It was amazing. Yeah, that's it was rad. such a cool time. That's rad. Um, yeah, and it lasted for I want to say around for us it lasted like what a week I think. Was um, it a week, week and a half, something like that. I don't remember how I. I don't it was remember close how to long a it week. was. It was a while. It was yeah. close to a week, give or take. But yeah, that was that's a long time for for a blackout. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. <laughs> well, no, times. Yeah, it was that was cool. Um anyway, let's give this a try. Yes. The uh Ohio 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 fucking spittoon spittle bullshit imperial stout. I don't know if it's my IPA adding to the flavor, but this is delicious. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> It's like really molassesy, and it it's, is. Uh, you know what it tastes like? It's thick. It's thick, but it's delicious. You know what it tastes like? You know, you know when you walk out during the summer. I, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop harping on Ohio for a second here. You know when you walk out during the summer, and you can smell, specifically the smell of charcoal briquettes on the air. Yes. Yes. This tastes like that smells. Do you taste mm. that? 
You taste it? No. You no. don't taste that? Um, I guess maybe a little bit. I, I mean, my, I, 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 I mean, my, my my palate is more refined than yours. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ooh, that's what I douche. taste, dude. No, I definitely get the molasses, like you're saying. But there's there's something there's something very like like. I, I almost feel like I could I almost feel like I could like sprinkle some fresh cut grass into it and it would be the perfect <laughs> it would it would be the perfect combination. Well, I will take mm. your word for it. I just think it's delicious. That's really um, good. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, as okay. as much as I the, hate to, um, as much as I hate to say this, well done, Ohio. Mm, no, cuz they're <laughs> using the Great Lakes water, which is ours. Oh. It's the only risk. Oh, only yeah, fuck good. fuck you, Ohio. <laughs> Go back. Exactly. Go back to doing what you do best, which is zoos and amusement parks. You bunch of fucking whatever. Ohio's not even a real word. Yeah. <laughs> like what? 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 <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> I've never even thought about that, but none, none of the states, none of the states are real words. <laughs> well, they're like Indian tribes, a lot of them, but <laughs> are they? Or some, some, well, some of states, or cities are, like Detroit is, I know that, but... Um, I'm just glad we're not like a New York, you know? Like, oh, right. Yeah, like some... some Can you Ingl- imagine if you were New Ohio, like the first one was oh, shitty enough, and someone decided to make a copy, and that's where you live? Oh, like, man. If you lived in New Ohio... <laughs> eventually, eventually, they're going to colonize the Sentinel Islands, you know, like the islands where those those people, like, if you even come close in a boat, they shoot you with arrows. <laughs> they're going to... Eventually, we're going to colonize that island... <laughs> And they're gonna call it New Ohio because no, the no, only well, people because the only people shitty enough to go and colonize an island where a tribe has lasted for thousands of years without being colonized is somebody from Ohio. <laughs> That's no, the actually, only actually, person I, shitty enough to I do it. I actually give them credit if they can actually get there and survive and actually colonize that hostile environment. That's giving them too much credit. <laughs> well, no, I figured you'd just find a a, a, a trash dump island and that would be <laughs> New Ohio. New Ohio. <laughs> Except for there's a few bears. There's a few sloth bears there. So they call That's it fine. New Ohio. Uh, it's kind of an inside joke, I guess, if you've never been to the, oh the uh, Ohio, the Toledo sloth Zoo. Bear. Sloth bear. Anyway, um, <laughs> I guess we should move on, huh? Uh, yeah. All right. Um, so uh, uh, anyway, that's what we're drinking. That's what we're talking about. Let's get into the bleed feed. All right. Um, we unfortunately need to start the bleed feed here with uh, with some bad news. Uh, uh, four four layers of bad news. Jeez, four. Wow. There's a lot of deaths this week. Only one actually has to do with horror, mm-hmm. but the rest of them I kind of just feel like need to be talked about. Yeah. For you know reasons. Yeah. First off, rest in peace to Little Richard. Uh, oh, he passed Richard, away. Dude. I believe it was this morning. Uh, Little Richard, uh, 87 years old, passed away uh, after a battle with bone cancer. Um, he was, uh, I mean, it's little Richard He's one of the founding fathers of rock and roll. Yeah. Like uh, without, without him, there wouldn't be, um, like who was, I was, I was actually reading earlier today, like, uh, of people who were talking about him, how much of an influence he was on them. And they're the biggest names in like rock history like, and the planet. Like you have Elton John, the Beatles, uh, the Rolling Stones, Bob Dylan, like these yeah. are all names 
that are are the biggest musical names on the planet mm-hmm. in terms of rock music. You know what I'm saying? Like, and rock and roll and all that stuff. So a huge, huge loss. Um, I didn't realize this. Uh, <coughs> Little Richard was one of the original ten that were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Oh, really? I mean, it makes wow. sense. Oh, I just yeah, didn't, yeah, for I just sure, didn't know man. It. Um, yeah, dude. So, um, yeah, that's a huge, huge loss. Tootie Fruity, good golly, Miss Molly. <laughs> I mean, just to, for the two that probably everybody knows. And um, it, but like it's it, and and even even if you didn't even if you didn't know his his music, which I actually I lo- I loved Little Richard when I was younger. I know a lot of his music, but if you don't, even if you don't know a lot of his music, you could see him and knew know who he was. Oh yeah, his personality. His personality was crazy. He had the biggest personality. Like, just he was a wild man. Oh, dude, he was a wild man. And Aaron was telling me today. I I never knew. Like, his his dad kicked him out of his house when he was thirteen years old because he was gay. I didn't know that. I Aaron and I were just kind of like talking about it back and forth. I was like, well, fuck you, Dad. I'm gonna go become the creator of rock and roll. Then <laughs> I was just. It made me wonder is if he ever <laughs> reconciled with his dad. You know. Like I I'd, I no I'd, I'd, I'd like to read into it a little more to find out if he ever did cuz I that's I don't know. Let's just, I, like no, talk talk sake, about I a sec- so. talk about a success story, you know? Like getting kicked out at 13 because mm-hmm. of your because of your orientation and then going and f- basically creating a, a a movement in rock and roll like damn yeah, what a fucking legend, not even, dude! Not even a movement; he created rock and roll. Like, <laughs> basically, yeah, basically. I mean, at least one of the, one of the guys that put it on the map, you know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So rest in peace, little Richard. Uh, like I said, eighty-seven years old. Uh, good life. Good long life. Mm-hmm. Kind of. It, I, from my understanding, it wasn't that great at the end. He was in a lot of pain. Apparently, he had he's been diagnosed for a few years, and he had been struggling with it, but he didn't really talk about it ever. Mm-hmm. So not a whole lot of people knew what kind of shape he was in until. Obviously now, so yeah. Um, and then there's somebody who um, who was uh, uh, complications from what he did were very well publicized, and that is rest in peace to Roy Horn of Siegfried and Roy fame. Yeah. Uh, so Roy uh, was 75 years old. Uh, he was uh, the, he was the guy from Siegfried and Roy that suffered the tiger attack in 2003, which I learned more about that today. The kind of stuff that I didn't really know. I had no idea that there was a uh, a theory. I don't know if this was, I mean, I don't know that it could have been proven, but there was a theory that he wasn't actually attacked by the white tiger, but rather the white tiger um, recognized that he was having a mini stroke while they were on stage and it dragged him off stage to get him to safety or something like that. Like, and, and later on it did prove that he did have a stroke. Right. So I, so it's, that's kind of a weird, I never knew that. That's kind of a weird thing. Oh, you, uh, you had never heard. Yeah. It was, it was almost like a, um, yeah. Like, like a, like a, like a a protective instinct. Yeah. Coming. There's other people, there's other people that say that he gave conflicting commands too, though. And it confused the tiger and out of that confusion that just attacked him. There's that Um, theory too. So, who knows? But there was proof that but he, he did have But stroke, yeah, he so. was in the middle of a medical crisis at the time, though. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so pretty crazy. But um, unfortunately, I have to say that uh, Roy did pass away due to complications from COVID-19. Ugh. Um, now, when you say complications, I was reading about this earlier, and here's one of the big misconceptions, and I feel like it's worth pointing out. When you say complications that were stemmed from or caused by COVID-19... Yeah. It's it's hard. You you can't say they died from COVID nineteen. Like there was 
lots of other stuff going on. No, they mo- call it, actually they, they call most it people. They call it yeah, they call it comorbidities. It's like uh it's like if you have um if you have COPD and then you contract COVID-19 you died from complications due to COVID-19 but you also yeah. were more likely to die because you had COPD. Sure. You Same reason I mean? that if you contract something like the flu or any other number of viruses, yeah. they yeah. can kind of kickstart what you already have into overdrive. Exactly. And, and yeah. So yeah. So it wasn't completely, and this is probably goes for a lot of the people we've been talking about over the last couple of weeks, it's not actual COVID that's taking them out. It's it's just the onslaught of that in conjunction with everything else. No, it's, yeah, that's, that's, that's true of, it's, it's true of like the, the plurality of the cases of COVID-19. Like yeah. most people who, there are the rare occasions of people dying who really don't have any other pre-existing conditions or anything. But for, yeah. for the most part, it's people who have something else going on. Which makes sense as to why, um, the, the rate of older people are way higher and they're way more susceptible to, to, COVID being fatal is because of as you get older you have a lot of these underlying things right. and I'm sure that he you know he was left after the tiger attack he was left critically and permanently injured so I'm sure right. he probably was still not great from that I don't know if any of that stemmed over who knows um, this is one thing that I didn't know that I found very funny uh, the German born Roy Horn met Siegfried <laughs> on a cruise ship and bonded over Roy's pet cheetah Chico who Siegfried had smuggled on board the cruise ship. <laughs> that's some that's some Tiger King <laughs> shit, dude. <laughs> of all the ideas, though, to of, to to bring a cheetah anywhere, and granted, it was a it's baby. Probably just I a little baby, that. though. But like, but even still, though, the fact that you were smuggling a wild cat on a cruise ship. <laughs> this is a horror movie that writes itself. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, no, it's, no. A, it's not snakes on a plane. It's cheetahs on a boat. Cheetahs <laughs> on a boat. But that would that would only be if it was a like a little baby cheetah's not gonna run run around killing everybody. But yeah, but if it eats like the growth hormone that also was smuggled on, oh, and then it grew. Oh, mutated baby cheetah. Okay. <laughs> Okay, I see where you're going. Come on, James. Yeah. Come on, James. Yep, that makes sense. How many movies have you seen? Yeah, that makes right. a lot um, of sense. <laughs> so here's one that I don't know that you knew about, because uh, it was not hugely publicized, but rest in peace this week uh, to Sam Lloyd. Do you know who Sam Lloyd is? Uh, he was 56 years old. Sam Lloyd was best known for He's his an role actor? on Scrubs. Yeah. On Scrubs as Ted Buckland. Okay. The, uh, uh, he was the lawyer. I think I didn't watch a lot of Scrubs. Yeah, I, didn't, I, I knew his I knew his character, but <laughs> everything I've ever seen, I I've, I've never watched Scrubs like front oh, to I back. I thought you were a big I thought you were a big Scrubs. Fan. No, that's fucking Brian. Um, I oh, okay. I like I like Scrubs a lot. Everything I've ever seen of it, I liked. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm not a I'm not a front to back kind of guy. That's how I that's kind of how I've been. But uh, anyway, oh, did, okay. Though, I just I just looked him up. Yeah, he's very very recognizable. Yeah, I I knew who he was the second that I saw him. I just didn't know him by name. But um, he was uh, he's the nephew of actor Christopher Lloyd. I did not know that. Oh, okay. Um, but he was uh, he was diagnosed in January 2019 with a brain inoperable dr- uh, brain tumor. Oh. Uh, and so he's been living with that since then. And uh, like I said, age of 56, he uh, passed away this week. So fifty six, yeah, oh, it's super young. He man, he sucks. found out. Apparently, he found out that he had the tumor um, while, from my understanding, while he was in the hospital with his wife having their first child. Really? Yeah. So that's pretty heavy. 
Wow. Oh yeah, look at that. On on Google That's the very heavy. on Google the very first image that pops up of him is him holding his newborn baby. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, so pretty, that's so um, sad. That's yeah, that's heavy. So all, our 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 thoughts are with his family because that's that's tough. Wow, and that's super tough. Um, rest in peace, uh, Sam Lloyd. Yeah. That's, uh, okay, that and and our last, finally, our last uh, death of the week, uh, which is horror related. Rest in peace uh, to John J. Lafia, who was sixty three years old. Uh, he was the co writer of the first Child's Play and the director of Child's Play two. Uh, he um, he actually coined the name Chucky, so it is thanks to him that we have the name Chucky, and uh, the whole "Hi, I'm Chucky, want to play?" That was like his line, apparently. Oh wow! Did or, they? Or he so, co-wrote that line. Did they? W- that line, rather. Oh, so he okay. He was the okay. I was gonna I was gonna say, I I got I got the wires twisted in my head, and I I thought he wasn't involved until the second movie, and I was like, wait, they called him Chucky in the first movie, but you said he was the co-writer was the of the co-writer. first movie yep. and director of the second movie. Okay, correct. Um, like I said, he also directed uh, the movie Man's Best Friend, which just recently got a re-release, I think, through Scream Factory. Was, Lar- was Lars Lars Hendrickson was in that movie? Right? I think so. Lance, Lance Hendrickson. Uh, uh, La- Lars. Lance, what did I say? Lars? Lance Suck Hendrickson. Suck it to me, Lars. <laughs> Suck it um, to me, Lars. Lance Hendrickson. Also, yes. Yeah. He also directed episodes of uh, Freddy's Nightmares, <laughs> The Dead Zone, and uh, and a ton more. Um, there's only one thing that I hate reporting on um, these days worse than COVID-19. And that is that uh, his death came by suicide, oh. uh, by uh, by hanging apparently. Oh God! Um, so, uh, so again, our thoughts out to his family because um, that's never easy as well. Yeah. So uh, rest in peace, John J. Lafia. That's weird. Um, yeah. Um, okay. Let's see here. Uh, I'm going to try to shoot through this news because we are getting to be over time here. Um, let's see. Uh, last year saw the release of the book uh, called Taking Shape. Uh, which chronicled the entire Halloween franchise, as it says, <clears throat> script script to scream, uh, with behind-the-scenes uh, stories and info uh, all the way from the first movie up to uh, Halloween 2018. Oh, this this stout is uh, <laughs> living in my chest right now. It's because it's two uh, years way- past its due. <laughs> yeah, right. Two years past its date. From from the first movie all the way up until Halloween 2018, uh, we are now getting an official follow-up called Taking Shape 2, The Lost Halloween Sequels, which will cover all the films that could have been over the years, which I think is fascinating because yeah, there's always cool. so many stories about, well, there was an idea for this, or, or this was in production, or this and this. The tagline of the book is uh, the story of the 15 sequels you never got, but the number 15 is crossed out and scribbled over top. It says millions. <laughs> so there's way more than just 15 stories. Of Weird. What could have been things. Um, I actually had never even heard of this first book, right? Yeah. Never heard of it. Yeah. Uh, so I went actually onto 400 plus page book. It's a big book. Mm-hmm. I went on Amazon and I ordered it for myself today because I really want to read it <laughs> and learn about all the behind the scenes going on and then I can be caught up. And when this comes out in summer of this year, I can get that one. So, what's it? What is it called? It's called Taking Shape. I very much look forward to reading it and look forward to the uh, follow-up here because I love I love any like documentaries talk about stuff like that and everything else. Oh like, yeah, this is for just sure. That. This is just that in you know reading form, even though <laughs> fucking words. But you know, um, let's see here. Moving on. <laughs> fucking words. 
fucking words. Uh, CBS All Access announced this week uh, some new casting and directing news for the upcoming second season of uh, of its show, The Twilight Zone. Um, the f- the first season did extremely well. I know uh, Jancy Pants loved the first season. Uh, yeah, I still yeah. have yet to actually watch it because I was going to watch it with <clears> him, and this whole COVID shit has fucked everything up. Fucking but. COVID. Anyway, though, we got some casting news, uh, casting and directing news for the new season, uh, which includes stars like Topher Grace, Thomas Lennon, Damian, Damian, Damon Waynes Jr., <laughs> uh, Joel McHale, Marina Baccarin, uh, and my boy, Ethan Emery. My boy. That episode. Oh, my dude, I, I do love Ethan Emery, man. Dude, he's the greatest. Yeah. Uh, and then also adding to some new directors for the season, you have Osgood Perkins, uh, who is uh, Anthony Perkins' son. He's done. Osgood Perkins has done a shit ton of stuff, and Dude, he's amazing. Whoever imagined um, the fucking Gump from Legally Blonde would be such a good horror director? I listen. I know him <laughs> as the weird, awkward dude from uh, Dead and Breakfast. One of the oh, first yeah. movies he was in. I so forgot don't even know. You Dude, actually gave I, me you, I, you gave me your DVD copy of that. I need to. I need to. Uh, Get my I'm thinking. I have. I'm thinking that I have a new uh, a new double feature to put in our pot for next month. <laughs> what dead and breakfast and yeah, movies that take place at, like bed and breakfasts. Breakfast, <laughs> bed, breakfasts. Bed, bed and breakfast breakfasts. <laughs> bed yes, and breakfasts. Um, anyway, though, I uh, Osgood Perkins and uh, Anna Lily Amapor. Oh, cool. Uh, who I again, I'm a huge fan of her. Uh, the girl that walks home alone at night. I have yet to see home, that movie. Walks, yeah. Girl yeah, walks dude, home on at midnight. Yeah, yeah, it's so good. It's you so and I, good. you and I had a fight about that for like twenty minutes one night, we did. where I was like, "I've never seen that movie," and you're like, "Yes, you fucking have." I'm like, because I, we I, talked I, about it on the show, and I just always assumed that if we talked about it, we'd both seen it. So it was pre-format, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see here. Uh, Amazon Prime. If you're a big fan of the Rambo franchise, which I am, specifically the later movies, say, I love say the, Rambo again. I, Rambo. <laughs> if you're big, you're like, you took the most manly man in the entire world and you went, if you're a big fan of the Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> the Rambo. Rambo. Um, anyway, Amazon Prime is now streaming Rambo Last Blood on its streaming service. Here's the kicker. Mm. It's the version that is the extended cut that was not shown in the US, the UK, uh, or Canada <coughs> was only shown outside of those three big major markets. And the weird thing is that even when this movie saw its Blu-ray release, this version was not included on it. So Amazon is the only place where you can see the extended 10-minute intro, which was completely cut from the movie, as well as about two more minutes or so cut back in of like gore and all that kind of stuff, which two minutes doesn't seem like a lot, but... It, it really is when you're cutting off a few extra seconds of kills and whatnot. Yeah, I was gonna it makes say huge two difference. minutes when you're dealing with gore. That's a lot of that's a lot that's of a gore. Lot. <laughs> so it's an extra twelve or so minutes of new footage uh, in this cut, and nice. uh, I can't wait to go watch it. I I saw it at the um, at the Alamo Draft House in L.A. when I was there. This oh past yeah, year. what a cool me place Vito, to see it, man. Yeah, yeah. Me and Vita went to go see it there. Was not my f- favorite Rambo movie, but it was still a Rambo movie. But it was still really good. <laughs> Rambo. <laughs> If you're if you're a fan of the Rambo, go check that out. Um, all right, let's see here. I'm, a, uh, I'm, the... I'm more of a Rambone kind of guy. You know what I mean? Ram Rambone. Rambone. <laughs> Rambone. No, no Rambone. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Rambone. Oh, Rambone. Yeah. <laughs> Ram Ram Rambo gorging with blood. That's, <laughs> oh that's God. The... <laughs> nope. Blood gorge. <laughs> oh, blood gorge. 
Um, let's see here. Uh, with the duel behind last year's Ready or Not slated to helm the new, the new fifth entry of the Scream franchise, the burning question is, will Nev Campbell return? Well, according to the actress herself, she wants to. Oh, cool. There was a, uh, yeah, which is very cool. There was, um, there was a new uh, interview that she did uh, with um, some YouTube guy. I don't have his name in front of me. Uh, Jake <laughs> Hamilton, that's his name. Some, um, some fucking So she was, she was very hesitant about returning after Wes Craven passed away, basically saying that you know this was his franchise and the, the movies were literally good because of him. And yeah. so with him not being there... There's no reason to come back. Yeah. Um, but she actually seems pretty open to it now, saying hopefully that they'll be able to do it. She said, um, she goes, uh, I originally had been really apprehensive about doing another Scream without Wes because he's such a genius and he is the reason that they are what they are. But the directors have come to me with such great appreciation for Wes's work and they really want to honor it and that means a lot to me. Uh, she's apparently having conversations right now and uh, they are in talks. So it sounds like she wants to do it. It's just a matter of things making sense. No, it's red. Which... Which, what else is she doing, quite frankly? So I can't see. No offense to Nev Campbell, uh, but I just don't think that she has like a thousand, you know, sleep, she's not the rock. You sleep, know? <laughs> sleeping on a pile of money. I mean, you're still, she's still. That's true. Yeah. You know. <laughs> I'm sure, she, no, I'm sure she's busy, but you know. Um, I think that it's, she's now one of those characters with that franchise that I feel like you have to have her in every movie. You got to have Sidney Prescott. You know, as long as she's able to. It's like Donald Pleasance in the Halloween movies. Like Sidney Prescott has to be there. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't care if in 20 years from now, when she's like in her 80s, she's showing up as the harbinger. Like, don't, don't do that. Don't run over the guy or, you know, whatever. No, that's, yeah, except that's for Donald Pleasance wasn't in the new Halloween movies. Well, yeah, because he's dead. <laughs> James. Well, yeah, I know, but. <laughs> anyway, um, I find that awesome. I love the Scream movies. Love Scream 4. We did an episode on it. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's cool. Uh, what's, what's new on Blue, James? Just one new blue. On August 18th, Scream Factory will be bringing us Dark Castle Entertainment's Ghost Ship from 2002. One of the coolest opening scenes, I think, in the entire world, right? What? I think that my my Rambo just wore off on you because you said every single word with that same trail off that I used for Rambo. This is how, this is how I say the blues every week. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. Can we agree, though? Great opening scene? Oh, hell yeah. Absolutely. Give, I won't give it away, but uh let's just yeah. say that it's let's just say let's, that every let's just say that everybody gets a half off deal on their trip. Here's here's the thing about here's the thing about that <laughs> they movie. They get cut in half. What? I, I, I don't understand why this movie is is getting the collector's edition treatment. Who cares? Because dude? that movie everything goes downhill after the first five minutes of that movie. <laughs> I think the opening scene is worth the price of admission. Yeah, but the fact watching that a bunch of people get cut in half with a wire—that's rad. But the fact that this is getting a collector's edition and the hills run red is not—is mind-boggling to me. Was that not a the hills no, run red? It's is not. not. Well, I'll do it's hold not. hold on. Also, this this was a this was a big like a big kind of a a big summer horror movie. The hills run red was a straight to DVD kind of deal. That doesn't matter. That there's no there's no precedence for that in in terms of how they choose their movies. There's tons of smaller movies that are collector's editions, so that 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 doesn't hold water. I'd say The Hills Are on Red is still a pretty obscure movie, though. My point is they've done obscure movies though with collector's editions. Yeah, that's true. That's my, that's my point. So that like I said, that criteria doesn't fit. 
That's true. Whatever. Uh, so this collector's edition Blu-ray will come with a guaranteed slipcover for the first three months featuring newly commissioned artwork from artist Joel Robinson. All other extras are currently in progress and will be announced at a later date. Do you have anything else? Uh, no, I have nothing um, else. No. Fuck off, sir. Okay. okay. Uh, here's the last. Uh, here's the last bit of news we got, uh, and this is the most important thing of the week. Uh, put this on the list of things that I never knew I needed. What do I love doing when I'm home alone, James? <laughs> you don't want me to answer that question. <laughs> the answer is cooking. I love oh, to cook. Oh, cooking. Yes. Cook with sure with an O, not a not a C. Um, <laughs> I love to cook. I'm a, I'm 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 a big I'm big in the kitchen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, so coming November 10th of this year, well, 2020, well, we are getting you're, you're you're a decent size in the kitchen. <laughs> let's be let's be honest. I get engor- right. I get engorged on food in the kitchen. Is what we're saying. Um, I never knew that I needed this though. Alien, the official cookbook, oh. is coming out November 10th of this year, okay. featuring recipes such as the avocado xenomorph egg and the Chicken face hugger cordon bleu. <laughs> oh yes, um, this is a must own for anybody named Michael Heckman. I'm just saying that's it's a must own. Um, the recipes seem to be organized not by types of food, but by the life cycle of the xenomorph. Ah. So pretty much it goes from egg to full on alien in terms of what the recipes represent, and I find that very fun. <laughs> that's awesome. What's, what's kind of what's the actual book called? It's called uh, Alien, the Official Cookbook. That's uh, that's all I got. That apparently wasn't as big of news to you as it was to me. Uh, no, no, I think that's I think that's awesome. I think that you should buy it and you should make me some food. Um, yes, I will make you. I will make you uh, avocado xenomorph eggs. Just which I'm assuming is just like an appealed whole avocado somehow, which sounds gross to me. <laughs> it's a it's a boiled avocado. With something soupy in the middle, like that sticks to your face. As long as it doesn't look anything like that chest burster video that you showed me one time on porn <laughs> on Pornhub. I don't That looks nothing like an I, avocado, so I don't know what you're thinking of. <laughs> I, I just mean I just mean as long as no recipe in the book looks like that, I'm I'm good with whatever you make me. The face uh, yeah, okay. the face hugger, the 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 alien egg, I just don't want that to be any part of my any part of my uh diet my diet at any point at any point in time <laughs> so the moral of the story is don't go to Pornhub and don't look up the chest burster take our word for it hey or, hey, or, hey, or, hey go to Pornhub or do and look if, up the chest burster <laughs> I was gonna say or do if your Pornhub history is you know tainted vanilla like mine is <laughs> <laughs> Which, which, what, what we already established earlier in a in a friends chat, uh, if if you get the COVID vaccine, Bill Gates is already gonna know what your <laughs> Pornhub history is anyway, so you might as well just you might as well just go look up the chest burst around Pornhub. So that little GPS tracker they're putting in the vaccines, you know. It also yeah. it also keeps track of your Pornhub your Pornhub uh, activity. Your corn heart. Is, porn herb. Is your corn. Your porn herb activity. Your <laughs> All right, we gotta get we gotta get moving on here. Uh, that's all I got for news. All so, right, um, we are going to take a quick break here, and when we come back, uh, we're going to talk about um, how afraid of the dark we are. 
Very, very, in fact. Very. Throughout this, you'll see faces ripped apart with hooks, a man slashing himself into a bloody pulp, and graphic, macabre, torturous images that defy description. All right, James. Yes. When you were a kid, were you afraid of the dark? Um. Well, when I was a kid, yes. And now, when you when when still you were kind an of adult. yes. <laughs> um. Yeah. I'm. I'm not like. It's kind of weird. It's sort of. It's sort of situational. Um. I was afraid of the dark when I was younger. And you've been to my house before, my parents' house. You've been to my parents' oh. house many times. Uh. I've, I've seen your mom's bed. <laughs> you've you've been in my mother's bed i'm i'm fairly I have, certain i have been um it's not it's not so much it's i'm not, not sure that i knew that you knew that but you know <laughs> i was i was there trust me i was there um Is you know like reach around was <laughs> well i thought well i thought it was us, your dad <laughs> us us bad axions are no for are known for our courtesy so <laughs> Of course, I was gonna give you a reach around. <laughs> um, it's 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 walking down walking. So we have a very long hallway in our in our house. We have a it's like a it's like a a long single story ranch house, right? Yeah, yeah. And the you know how like right at the end of the um, the hallway, it continues on into the to the bathroom, but we have a uh, yeah. bathroom where it's like you walk in and there's vanities to the left, and then there's the like the weight room off to the left, and then the well, the your, big part your of the, it's your a, bathroom is weird. Like the the the, the wash area of the bathroom is actually in, in the hallway, and then there's a separate door for um like the the fancy jacuzzi tub that your parents have, and the shower and the toilet. The jacuzzi tub's not there anymore. They they replaced they it. They ripped it out. Yeah, they replaced it with two claw foot, uh, two claw foot tubs. And can I tell how you, are they gonna ha- how are they going to? How are they going to have sex now? Uh, I'm pretty sure that was the only place your parents had sex because they told us about it almost every single time we went <laughs> out there. They will do it in this in the new shower that they have, the new stand up shower, and then they'll jump in the tubs and rinse off. You know, um, the the clawfoot tubs the the story behind the clawfoot tubs is fucking hilarious because they were watching tv i think they were sitting in a hotel or something because my parents travel around a lot for my dad's um beer business and stuff um they're sitting in a hotel and he gets he gets hammered in just every bar he goes to that's the beer business (laughs) they're sitting in a hotel and a cialis commercial comes on you know what cialis is right oh yeah oh yeah boner pills Oh yeah. A Cialis commercial comes on and there's this picturesque view of a of a mountaintop and this couple sitting in two clawfoot tubs hand mm-hmm. across from each other and they're holding hands in the middle. And my mom goes oh, your I can see it. My mom goes like, Oh my god, we should get that. My mom goes, I want I want that. I want two clawfoot tubs like that. So the inspiration behind my parents' new renovation in their house was a boner commercial. So that's a fun story. Nothing about that shocks. Nothing about. But that anyway, shocks. they have a they have a horrible uh, full length mirror right at the end of the hallway there, 
And when you turn off the lights in the rest of my house, all you see is yourself walking toward that long, that full length mirror. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was younger, that was the bane of my existence because I would walk toward it and I would just be like, I just know something is going to fucking walk up behind me as I'm walking toward this mirror, you know? Like that would just, that would be the, that would be how it would go for me, you know? The goat, it's like once you made it past that uh, picture with the burning house, the ghost would jump out of the burning house <laughs> exactly. and be right behind you. We, we expanded on that story in a whole other episode. So yeah, just, back. You'll just, go, just backlog um, a little bit. No, I was too. I was actually terrified of the dark uh, for the longest time, not because I was afraid of... I don't know. I don't know what it was that made me afraid of the dark. I, um, I shared a room with my brother growing up for a number of years. And I remember when I would always be in the room with him, I would always want like my door open. This is when I was like, when we were both really young. But I yeah. do remember, I always wanted the door open. He was two years older than me. He always wanted it shut. He loved pitch black. And I think it's because I was always forced to be in the pitch black. I kind of just like developed this. Like I started making shit up in my head, you know? Was this before um, you were like, was this before you were watching horror movies and stuff? Yes. Yeah. So I think my childhood brain just made up shit. Like mm-hmm. it just like like even as a young kid before you've seen horror movies, you know what monsters are, right? Like it's I, I, the, it, whether it was whether it was the closet or under the bed or whatever. I had a very vivid imagination. Um, like now nowadays, like I can't sleep with the door open. Like I have to have door closed, pitch black, you know, whatever. Um, not lately because I had to sleep with a movie on, but that's a whole other set of adult onset, whatever. Um, <laughs> but. My point is, though, is like I'm not afraid of the dark necessarily anymore, but what I am afraid of, terrified, I'm afraid of being in dark areas where there's the possibility of something being there. So it's not necessarily the dark, but if I'm like out in the woods at night, fucking pumas, they're going to kill me. Like, I'm afraid of that kind of stuff. Like, I'm afraid See, I, was, of- I was thinking about this earlier, and I, I was thinking about what I would say and what you would say, and... I I knew exactly what both of us would say, and you are you and I are the opposite Mm -hmm. because you're afraid of being in wide open spaces yes in the dark yeah whereas i feel very comfortable in wide open spaces in the dark i don't Mm -hmm. feel comfortable in smaller spaces in the dark because in a wide open space i can at least i can move around but in a small space like if i'm in this space that i'm in right now and all of a sudden the lights go out and like there's only there's only 10 to 12 feet around me in every direction yeah. that I could move. And that means if there's, you know, if fucking Diana's down here with me. Dirty she, Diana. <laughs> Dirty Diana. Then she can get me real quick. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, this harkens back to how we opened up this conversation. You know, I am, I really am afraid of wide open spaces, which is why I was so afraid of your mom in her bed. <laughs> Well played. <laughs> oh so the my first God. movie, the first movie we're talking about is uh, Darkness Falls from 2030. Nope, not 2030. 2003. We are not in the future. That's a typo. In the year 2000. Can you imagine if this was a movie that came out in 2030? That's the cinema we have to look forward to in the next like, 20 years, 20, 30 years. Okay, well, that <laughs> be- 10 years. Holy crap, 10 years. That being said, let's jump into Darkness Falls, dude. Um, yeah, uh, so directed by Jonathan Liebesman, uh, who would, would go on to actually do quite a few really big things. Uh, he started off right after this doing, so this was his directorial debut. 
Uh, he went on to do the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the beginning, which I never saw. Uh, I've heard actually relatively good things about. Never was that, actually seen was that the one with Daddario in it? Yes, it was. I actually <laughs> didn't know that she was even in that, but yes. Movie might suck. Um, doesn't matter. Yeah, right. Uh, he did the uh, the Killing Room, and then he did the mega blockbuster Battle Los Angeles, which was a huge movie. Um, he would go on after that to do Wrath of the Titans and uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie from 2014. He rescued that from Michael Bay's Space Mutant Turtles, which is which was good. Um, oh, so boy. he's got a, but dude's had a really good career. But this is where he started. Um, synopsis here is a, a vengeful spirit uh, uh, has taken the form of the Tooth Fairy to exact vengeance on a town that lynched her uh, 150 years earlier. Her only opposition is the only child now grown up who has survived her before. Um, so here's the thing. This is early 2000s horror. There was a lot of really, really bad horror that came out of this time period. Yeah. yeah um, yeah. it just, the, it seemed like the late nineties, early two thousands was like this <laughs> fucking vortex that just sucked all good ideas into it. Yeah. <laughs> and what we were left with was just shit CGI. Granted <laughs> it was early CGI. So it was what it was, but like they thought that like Actually, practical effects couldn't be used anymore. They thought like. I don't know. It, it was just a bad. Like, you can always I, tell a can, movie from that era. Considering that, what was the budget of this movie? Um, I I'm don't, sure it was big budget. Um, I don't have it right here, but can oh, so the the budget was eleven million. That's not a big budget movie. Um, for that time, well, for no, two it's not. for two thousand three, that was. I don't know, that'd be like a, what, like a $25 million movie right now or something like that? I have no idea. I don't really know how it translates. But that's not a huge budget movie. I will say this, like, the the CGI for this movie was not bad. No, like see, it, Like, it, it actually, she, like, she looked, she looked pretty good. You know what I mean? The CGI, the CGI in this movie was actually a lot better than I thought it was. Uh, thought that it, it, it could have been. Uh, there's a lot of movies from these eras, like I said, that are just terrible. Um, I, what the, the weird thing about this though, is before we get into the actual movie, the, uh, the creature, the tooth fairy, which I had no idea this movie was about the tooth fairy. I had never seen it before. Oh, you never seen um, this before? No, no. I was just my first time viewing of it. Um, apparently I, I would go on to learn that, uh, originally it was, I don't know that I have the guy's name in front of me, but the dude that originally did, uh, the tooth fairy, um, prosthetics, like the design of the creature of the tooth fairy. Yeah. It uh it basically got completely scrapped. Uh Doug Jones was originally cast to play the tooth fairy and it was going to be this creature in makeup and it had these wings on it. Like look up look up original tooth fairy Darkness Falls uh on your computer right now and you'll see what I'm talking about. I got to stop was- you for a second because my computer just annoyingly started a fucking ad and I couldn't hear anything you were just saying. Oh, so well, what Doug, Doug Jones is... No, Doug Jones was originally the creature, was hired, and there's actually some footage of him in makeup for the uh, for the movie. Look up pictures of him playing it and you'll see what I'm talking about. Okay. Um, it looks really, really awesome. The studio, though, basically scrapped the entire idea, then hired in Stan Winston to redo the creature effects. So what you see on film is actually a Stan Winston uh, monster, basically the the unmasked version of the Tooth Fairy. I mean, which, you know, I mean, like Stan Winston is still a legend. 
Oh, it's his brilliant. Both versions are good. Um, both versions are good. So, I just think that the original version was better. All right, so personally. it was it was Doug Jones. Yeah. Doug Jones, uh, Darkness Falls. All right, I'm looking it up right now because I actually. Yeah, it's, oh, Jesus. it's really cool. You That's see it? scary, dude. Yeah, dude, it's awesome. <laughs> um, That's no, it's way really really cool. That's way scarier. Yeah, and they decided to not go with it. Oh. After all that money was spent on making that and everything else, they decided oh. to not go with it. With the, the giant the thing wings is, though, and everything, that's beautiful. The thing is, though, is what they went to, I think, was equally as good, just in a completely different way. Like, I actually like the idea of, like, you have, like, this... You basically have, like, a Jabberwocky's porcelain mask, yeah. right? Yeah. And then there's this flowing, like, orb of a person behind it, sort of. Yeah. Uh, kind of all wispiness and everything. It was like um, a there's cloak, a, there's a video like a black game. cloak, basically. Yeah, yeah. There's a video game called Ori and the Blind Forest, and if I'm not mistaken, there's a character in that video game that looks exactly like uh, the Tooth Fairy from this movie. Okay. And that's just kind of what my my mind went to when I saw it. But um, let's see here. Um, <coughs> the only uh, the only three real people you need to know about this is uh, a character named Kyle, who's played by Channy Clee Cleve Clev Clee. I don't know. K Cleve K L E V. No, it's K L E Y. Uh, it's Clee. Oh, that's a Y? Yeah. There's a little red squiggly line underneath mine because the computer thinks that it's spelled wrong, so it looks like a V. <laughs> um, okay, so Channy Clee. Uh, then you have Emma Caulfield Ford, uh, who plays Caitlin. Uh, Emma uh, Caulfield uh, was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. She played Anya. If you ever watched Buffy back in the day, she was Xander's uh, wife slash girlfriend oh, okay. from like the second half of the series on. Uh, so she's from that. And then you have Lee Cormie, uh, who as a child played Michael. Lee Cormie was great in this movie. I thought, like, for a kid actor, I thought, like, he was really good. Like, like sometimes like, kid actors can come off as a little hokey. Like, he actually really, like, made me believe that he was terrified of this thing. I, just, I honestly feel like in both of these movies, both these movies had child actors that did a pretty good job, you know? I, I agree 100%. But yeah, 100%. this... And they both reminded me so much of other child actors. Like, this kid reminded me 100% of the kid from The Ring. In, in fact, was this the kid from The Ring? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Because the because the dates line up. Is this the kid from The Ring? No, he's not. Uh, he, he's, he looks and acts just like the kid from the ring, from the ring. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with you. Like they, like both of the child actors, like, cause a lot of the times the, I don't know if it's, is it, is it good? Is it good directing that gets the, the good performances out of kids or is it the kids are just naturally talented? I think that it's or a combination, it's a combination of the both. It's a combination of the kid having experience beyond his years. You know, like sometimes it just comes naturally to certain kids. And I think yeah. it's a combination of that. And it's a combination of the director knowing how to talk to kids. I think that if you have a director that just isn't good with kids, <laughs> you're never going to be able to communicate to get what you want out of them. You know what I'm saying? So I think that that had a lot to do with it. Yeah. Um, but he's just, this kid's just gifted, though, in general. Like, he was a really, really, from a young age, he just gr- he grasped and understood what it meant to do his job. Does yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, <laughs> but, so that's... But also, but also, I don't know, maybe it's easy for him. Like, children are, children are very... Uh, 
very malleable. <laughs> like if you were a, if you were a dick of a director, you could literally just scare the shit out of the kid and just be like, Which "Hey, they used to do in movies like, back in the eighties, uh, like like hey, guess what, kid." The fucking tooth fairy's coming to pull your teeth out of your head, and then she's gonna murder your family. And then they just you also go. Also, don't want to scar the children. Action. <laughs> yeah, and they, and and you know what you get after that? You get Corey Feldman. Yeah. <laughs> just, so maybe I knew not it, the I knew it before idea. you said it, man. I knew it before you said it. Um. Yeah. So so basically, you have this kid, Michael. Uh, he's in like a um, he's in a hospital because he doesn't sleep. He has these night terrors, and uh, his sister, uh, who is uh, Caitlin Emma Caulfield's character, she's there taking care of him. Um, she starts to realize that Michael's fears are very similar to this kid that she used to know back when she was a child. This guy named Kyle. Um, his mother randomly was killed one night after Caitlin and Kyle sort of had a love connection, if you will, which I got to be honest with you. I was a little uncomfortable watching because they had some pretty young actors basically doing like a real, I know it was supposed to come off as innocent young love, right? I get that. Yeah, I do. But the way that the, the girl actress, the little girl actress was acting in the scene, it was like she was directed the way that a full-grown adult actress would be to make her movements weirdly sexual. Mm, I know Did you it, notice that? Yeah. Yeah. Cuz it was weird. It was like the way that I don't maybe maybe she did that naturally, which makes me wonder <laughs> what she was exposed to before this movie. But like as a viewer though, I'm watching, I'm like this that was not just like an innocent peck on the cheek. I think you're cute, kind of young puppy love. Like the well, way that she but, played but that scene are... was weird for somebody her age. Uh, I don't it know. It was weird. Well, hold on, hold on, stop, stop for a second. I know you lost your virginity at the age of nine, but that is completely <laughs> besides the point. Okay? No, not nine. <laughs> but hold on for a second. So these kids were supposed to be like thirteen or fourteen years old, right? Oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry. Um. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm watching. I'm watching the greatest movie ever. Sorry, in the background right now. <laughs> what movie? Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, dude, awesome! It's the greatest. Was it it's the, the greatest movie ever made? Was it the arrow through the hand, or what was it? What did you no, just see? No, no, no. This was uh, this was Little John fighting. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the, uh, oh my God! Why can't I think of his name? It's Little John fighting. Oh, Christian Slater's character. Why can't I think of his name? Oh, um. Uh. <sighs> Uh, God damn it. (laughs) I can't think of his name. But he's fighting him right now, and it's like a great scene. And he just took him down, and and this is where Christian Slater, it's like when he comes back, and he's like, no, I'm coming from the other side. I'm coming to warn you. (laughs) And it's great. I'm sorry. This movie's amazing. For anybody that says it's not, I love Kevin uh, Costner. I'm the biggest Kevin Costner mark you'll ever meet in your life. And this is one of his best. I'm sorry. It's true. Even though the dude can't hold an accent to save his life, no, I fucking love this movie. Sucks at accents, dude. Uh, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen Bull Durham? Oh yeah, Aaron. Aaron and I watched Bull Durham last weekend. It was just randomly on one of our four channels that we get on TV, and that's I'll such make a, a it's such a good movie, dude. It was so good. I'll make a crazy recommendation: Tin Cup. It's the movie. Oh, where I've Kevin seen. Costner oh, dude, plays, I've seen uh, uh, a golfer. He's fantastic. Yeah, I've seen Tin. I've seen Tin Cup. <laughs> Um, great. Anyway, back to uh, back to Darkness Falls here. <laughs> Sorry. Um, what were we um, talking? No, so talking I, about kids I, making out. And it's I, weird. But I like I was. I I don't know though. Like these kids are supposed to be thirteen or fourteen years old. I'm not trying. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to toot my own horn here. But beep beep. 
I was making out with people at 14 years old. No, she her her actions though gave off the impression of years of experience. That's I think what bothered me about it. Like hey, hey it was, man. So, some people start young. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I know you lost your virginity at the age of nine. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, it was a little bit weird. I'm just saying it was a little bit weird. As a viewer, it did stick out to me a little bit where I'm like, that just doesn't really seem as innocent as I think that they were going for. You know what I'm saying? No, like, you... this thirteen year old is a bit of a well, <laughs> she was also supposed to be coming across as like kind of wise because she did the whole, she did the whole, come, uh, no, the, the window and all that. But no, no, no. Shut the fuck up. Like the whole, uh, oh, it's your, it's your last tooth. That one's special. Like this one, like she, the way she talked to him, it was almost like he was a kid and she was already sort of past that point in her life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I guess. Like I this know. one's it, this it just, one's special. You're gonna remember this one, and then like she kisses him. That was weird. I when just, she kisses I him, and she goes, weird. she kisses him, and then because he, he, he like he had had like blood drooling out of his mouth, and then mm-hmm. and then she kisses him a second time, and she goes, the first time's not supposed to taste like blood. It's supposed to taste hey, sweet. Man. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I remember when weird. I earned my Red Wings. <laughs> <laughs> It was 2005 <laughs> on a white tile kitchen table. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> uh, anyway, though, uh, so so she remembers, though, uh, uh, Caitlin remembers that after after that scene that we were just talking about took place, Michael's mother got murdered, basically, by what he knows to be as the tooth fairy, but nobody else ever believed him. And so he was in, like, mental hospitals his whole life and the whole deal. And when Caitlin grows up, her little brother is going through something similar, and she randomly calls Michael, or uh, Kyle, rather, on a whim, and she's like, hey, A, where have you been the last... I don't know how she randomly had his number. Like, if she was, like, in love with him back then, why didn't she ever keep in contact with him? Well, she this, still has this his was number? Still, this was, no, this was still in the age of landlines, so she could have looked him up. Yeah, but his mother was dead. He's been in a hospital. You think he's really going to have the same landline when he gets out? <laughs> well, he's been out for three years at this point, so yeah, he's probably he also, been living in the same he place. He also looks like he lives on the top of an abandoned building, not in a house. <laughs> That's fair, but he has a phone, That's, so there must be Fine, fine. Landline. I'll make that leap. I'll make the leap. <laughs> but still, she hasn't bothered to reach out in 12 years. Like Apparently, she wasn't really that in love with him. And they, they make it a point to where she hasn't had any normal relationships since because well, all she can think about is him. Well, when yeah, a guy, She never when reached a, out to him. When a guy seemingly murders his mother, it'll, <laughs> it'll turn you off for a little while, you know? At least for oh, a little dude. while. What? You've never had a weird kink before? Come on. <laughs> I just love mother killers. <laughs> Listen, everybody's into something, all right? Uh, so anyway, she calls Kyle. Kyle decides to come and talk to Michael to try to figure it out. And he comes to realize that Michael's <clears throat> experiencing the exact same thing that he is. And so you can foresee the rest of the movie. It's everybody starts to slowly come to the realization that Kyle's not crazy. And the tooth fairy is out to get him because he was the only one that survived her. But now Michael has. And then eventually Caitlin sees her. And it's a big cat and mouse game for the rest of the movie. <clears throat> That's pretty much it. Here's it's a- very stereotypical early 2000s horror. Yeah, yeah, totally. There's not a lot of layers to it. It's just very, it's very lowbrow kind of horror. Like, there's not, you know, there's nothing psychological about it. Here's the thing. When they they first, the first time I saw a trailer for this movie, 
and I understood like the concept that oh man they're 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 trying to put this like crazy horror twist on the tooth fairy i was mm-hmm. like i am all in for this movie it's gonna be yeah. so awesome like i i wanted this movie to be so sick dude i wanted to, <laughs> i want I, I wanted it to be so good and it's just it wasn't bad though it's not bad for like a it's, 2003 it's, horror movie it's not I'm, it's not bad it's just not I enjoyed it a lot more than i thought that i would it's, I'll it, say that it's. I've. I've. I, this is probably the fifth or sixth or seventh time I've ever seen this movie, mm-hmm. and obviously, if I've seen it six or seven times prior to this, I. I don't mind the movie. Sure. I just. I remember seeing trailers for it when I was younger. Like, do you remember? <clears throat> so go way back to two thousand three, which is probably when the first Saw trailer dropped. Do you remember seeing the 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 Saw trailer for the first time? And freaking out. I don't know out. about the first time, but I do remember like. I remember the first time it. I saw the Saw trailer, and I freaked out, and I was like, "Oh my god, it looks so good!" And I had been let down prior to that movie, and then I finally went and I saw Saw, and I was like, "Wow, it lived up to the trailer." That doesn't Which that, is rare. that doesn't ever happen. So this is like that's a. I wanted that. I saw the trailer for this movie. I was like, "What." A horror version of the Tooth Fairy, and 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 also <laughs> what the is this? and also the name. Like I love the name of this movie, Darkness Falls. I think that's a really cool title. So I wanted this movie to be good, as good as Saw, but I agree. but like the Tooth Fairy version, and it's not. And it, it's not. It, it's not that it couldn't good. Have been, could not have been a more different movie. Right. Well, yeah, but you know, you know what I'm saying, though. It's like I'm like a I horror do, yeah. version of the Tooth Fairy. It's, it's, it's not bad, but it's not good. But it's not as. Well, I'm, I'm putting a negative spin on it. It's it's good, but it's bad. It's not as good as it could be. Yeah, well, you know it's what a I mean? product of it's a it's an absolute product of its time. Though. You know, like there's been there's been other tooth fairy movies that I think have captured the the horror aspects of the tooth fairy way better. Like the, there was a movie with the Rock called the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> Hold <laughs> that on, that movie was just scary. <laughs> Hold on, let me break off for a second, real quick here. <laughs> so I I procrastinated this week. And I waited until the last second to watch our movies for this week. Okay. And so l- last night, I still hadn't watched either of the movies. And I'm going to put my kids to bed. And my daughter wanted, to, wanted me to lay down with her for a little bit. And I was like, well, here, you lay down. I'm going to sit here. I'm going to watch a movie. Is that all right? And she's like, yeah. So I got my I, I got some new wireless earbuds. So I put my my old wireless earbuds in. Ooh, the, like, the fancy AirPods? No, not AirPods. Yeah. I got they're the thirty dollar I loves work discount work discount ju- pods work just as well. <laughs> um, and 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 I still got some extra cash in my pocket. Um, and so I said I'm gonna I'm gonna watch this. And then she rolled she rolled over at one point. And she goes, "What do you what are you watching?" And I go, "It's nothing. It's a movie about the tooth fairy." And she goes, well, I want to watch it. I was like, shit, that was a mistake. I should have told her it was about fucking like lions tearing people apart or something. 
And I'm watching Faces of Death. <laughs> so the first thing she did when she, I said, you can watch it tomorrow. So the first thing she did when she woke up to, to this morning, she goes, hey, Daddy, you remember that you could, you told me that you could, we could watch that movie about the tooth fairy. So then I'm scouring the fucking internet looking for a child appropriate tooth fairy movie. Did you find and the rock version? I wanted, <laughs> no, that's what I was looking for. I went on, I went on Just Watch and I was like, Please tell me the 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 rock version of this movie is somewhere on a streaming <laughs> website. Eventually, I found a cartoon that was like the magical tooth fairies or something like that. But yeah, I uh, I couldn't find Should've the rock. Should have rented anywhere. it, man. I know. Should have rented it for a couple. I months. know. But uh, yeah, right. your <laughs> anyway. daughter's not worth three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's get. I'm sorry. That was that was. Uh, let, let's get back to this movie. Um. um yeah. No. I don't even remember where we left off. It's on, just I I was saying like I wanted this movie to be I love movies that are based on folklore. You know what I mean? And like sure, this sure. this movie sets it up with a they even do the kind of semi corny but also semi kind of cool like narrator telling the story of of like this least, folklore yeah. villain in the beginning of the in the beginning sure. of the movie. Like I thought that vibes? was kind of cool, and I was like, I want this movie to be so badass, but it just wasn't. I got vibes from uh, of two different other movies from this. First off, from the beginning of the movie, I got vibes of Don't Knock Twice, mm. mm-hmm. and I don't I don't know why because it wasn't like s- completely similar. I was just getting those kind of same vibes. No, I can of, see like, that the 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 un uh, un misunderstood person that turns into the folklore and all that kind of stuff yeah yeah but then towards the end of the movie i was getting Candyman vibes and i don't know why but i was vibes really yeah i don't know why like i said i can't pinpoint as to why i felt that way there was nothing specifically that was making me feel that way but it was just well i mean she was legend thing well well, she also she also was she was she was murdered um uh, she was lynched yeah, because they or, or 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 I guess Candyman was lynched. She was put to death by mm-hmm. uh, I, like I was she actually tried and put to death. I don't remember, but uh, no, she no she was, was she dragged was, from her house and hung. Oh, okay, so she was lynched. So they're both like yeah, <laughs> and then and then in in the, in this movie in this movie the kids who she was supposed to have murdered turned up the next day and didn't yeah. in Candyman did that same thing happen i can't remember um, what was the no <laughs> what what i'm sorry the way that your camera is looking at me right now the back end of your microphone like if, if you can see my finger here yeah. i'm seeing the top the top of the microphone reflecting in the light, but everything else is black, and you look like the ghoul. Like it looks like you have a fake mustache and a fake beard. Oh, and I like see a it. Smiley and like I a s- smiley. Face. I see it. It's like I have a goatee. <laughs> <laughs> oh just, my I'm god! Looking at you in the camera, and it's cracking me up. <laughs> wow, dude, that's it. Seriously, looks like my teeth. Like I'm smart. You legitimately need to make a goatee now, dye it black, and walk around like that. That is weird, dude. That's so strange. I'm sorry. Back to it. Back to it. I'm I'm sorry. You're cracking me up though. I'm sorry. Uh, um. Yeah. I I was done with what I was saying. Um. Yeah. Here's here's another thing about this movie uh, that I loved. The soundtrack of this movie, High School Mike was in love with. 
Like this was this was like Scream Three Blade Two level <laughs> new metal soundtrack. As soon as as soon as the fucking I don't know what it was like <laughs> fucking Power Man Five Thousand or whatever the hell oh, it geez. was. As soon as it kicked in, I go, oh my god, this is terrible. But I know that Mike loves it right now. Right. It, 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 like what what the what was it about like early two thousands horror where they because. I understand that metal, like the subject matter of of metal and new metal music and w- whatever the I, I don't know I, I it was I, new metal is rap core it, it was, was yeah. whatever you want to call it. I understand that like they're going for a more horror vibe when they're making this, but it doesn't it doesn't line up with the. It doesn't line up with the actual feel popular, of a though. horror movie. They knew just, they could just fucking. But they knew they could sell soundtracks, and I guarantee you that the studio is making money off that as well. I I agree with you, but God, did that ever just take me out of the movie, man? Like every time they would know, go to I some, <laughs> every time they would go to some like new metal butt rock fucking song, I'd just be like, oh well, okay, you just ruined the vibe for the movie. That sucks. Yeah. All right, uh, we we do need to move on, but before we do, I do have a couple of things I want to mention. First off. They mentioned that they're going to put the kid in a sensory deprivation tank. That was not a sensory deprivation tank. No, that was an MRI. It was an MRI machine. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think they knew what that was at the time. Uh, Also, I think they were counting on us not knowing what it was. There's no way that you can't tell me that Kyle wasn't a young Ryan Reynolds. (laughs) Because he looked exactly like Kyle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he, he sort really of does, did. dude. Like Van Wilder era Ryan Reynolds, <laughs> like completely. And like if they if they did a remake of this movie or like a sequel, he needs to play that character. Mm-hmm. Fuck the original guy. It needs to be Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> and then uh. also uh, the very end where the tooth fairy gets destroyed and all that. Mm-hmm. Did that not strike you as like it coming out of a like straight coming out of a Ghostbusters movie? Oh yeah. Like the 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 video not the video the the visuals moved from being this dark like wispy tooth fairy character to being like the end when they, when it gets destroyed it's like neon lights sort of and it's kind of like I don't know it was like weirdly ghostbusters which kind of like, pissed kind of me off like because charm to it which kind of well it kind of pissed me off too though because if you look at the like the cover art for this movie on IMDb yeah it's so dark and creepy and like and then also there's there's a few pictures of of uh online of um the tooth fairy i can't remember what her name was but where it was her with her mask off and like with the wispy white hair and like screaming at the camera and she looked she looked like a a real practical effects makeup monster I talking about like where her skin was all burnt off and everything yeah. else. That like was she looked what like Stan a real. Did. They didn't let that v- image of her shine at the end. They they went too far into the uh, into the the CGI stuff. I agree. They should they should have let Stan Winston's sim- work speak for itself. It's similar to the next movie that we're going to talk about, Lights Out, where you only see the actual character when the light lets you see it, though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So I get, I, I do understand that. Um, yeah. Which, speaking of our next movie, which we are definitely going to go over our time tonight, but whatever. Yeah. Um, it's quarantine. Out from tw- Screw yeah, you guys. Right? 
Lights Out from 2016, directed by David S. David F. Sandberg, who also did uh, Annabelle Creation, which I heard was an even better sequel than the original. Um, and then he also did uh, Shazam for DC. Shazam! 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 <laughs> um, I want to see Annabelle Shazam. That'd be amazing. <laughs> Annabelle Shazam. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, so this one was uh, uh, starring Teresa Palmer as Rebecca. You have Gabriel Bateman as Martin and Alexander de Persia as Brett. Um, Brett, who I thought was actually named Brad throughout the entire movie. Brad. Until I realized his name was <laughs> Brett. <laughs> because every single time that Rebecca says the name Brett, it sounds like she goes, Brett, Brad, Brett, Brad. It kind of, she's putting a soft t on the, on the, on the Brett. Um, <laughs> uh, who else do you have here? You have, um, you have Billy Burke who plays Paul in the very beginning. He's the husband that dies in the very beginning. You have, uh, uh, Maria Ma Bello. Yeah. She plays Sophie. She's been all over the place. Yep. And then you have Alicia Vela Bailey who plays Diana, who is the creature. Um, it's a creature. here's the thing. Here's the thing. I thought the casting choices for this was a bit weird because I don't know about you, but until I saw them sort of in the same scene and could make a difference, I actually thought that Rebecca was Sophie and vice versa <laughs> because they look, the mother and daughter look identical and it was a hair confusing well, let me, visually. Let me explain something to you, Michael. What's that? Uh, about genetics. I don't know who that is, but... Uh, okay. Oftentimes, a mother and a daughter will look very similar to each other because of genetics. So that... <laughs> That actually means that actually means the casting was pretty fucking spot on because Maria Maria Bello, who, uh, for a for a an older gal is very lovely looking, and sure. Teresa and Teresa Palmer, who is so hot that it's gross, uh, <laughs> they they look they look a lot like each other, like it's they're, so hot that it's gross. I love that. <laughs> they're. They're very convincing as mother and daughter. You no, know they, what I mean? No, I, I agree. But the fact though, the fact though, that there was no differentiating like qualities between the two of them though. That's what was confusing to me. They both had the exact same length of dirty blonde hair. Like, that's the wrong. Exact same every. That's wrong. What do you mean it's wrong? They both they they both had one of, long one blonde of them, hair. One of them had shoulder length blonde hair, and one of them had blonde hair that went down to the middle of her back. No, they didn't. They you both they both had past shoulder length details, hair. Bruh. No, they both had past shoulder length hair, James. There's a difference between past shoulder length and middle of your back. I get that. Okay, fine. <laughs> They're similar. You fuck. They were similar, though. Is my point, though. And 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 facially, I understand they're supposed to be mother and daughter, but facially, uh, for the first like quarter of the movie, though, when you first were introduced to these characters. I actually didn't know who I was supposed to be looking at because they look so similar. Really? Yes. I no, mean, really. like not not to knock not to knock on Maria Bello because she is a very beautiful uh, older lady, and I don't even like calling her an older lady. I think she's probably only in her fifties no, at this point or something. No, no, but anything, she she does not look. They don't look so similar that you can't tell the difference between them. 
Yes, they do. And if they I'm do, sorry. yes, they do. And if they do, I want, then I think that you were watching this movie with the lights out. Listen, Let's see what I did. I did have. I, I'm not going <laughs> to say that I didn't have th- a third eye also on this movie, but my point is, um, I want anyone, I want anybody listening that that will watch this movie, tell me that they did not look similar. Tell me, please. They because did look me, similar, dude, and that and and that they're supposed to because they're mother and daughter. I. Get, they did yeah, look saying, similar, but there's they didn't look so similar that you literally couldn't tell the difference between them. That's outrageous. They, I think I think you just weren't paying attention. I is that listen, possible? Is it possible no, that you no. just weren't paying attention? No, I was completely paying attention. I was just a little bit confused. I'm not saying that I didn't get unconfused rather quickly. I'm just okay. saying. Oh, like, okay. All right. Okay. I'm just. It wasn't like I watched the entire movie not knowing who was who. It was just like in that first <laughs> jump, they cast two people that looked so incredibly similar that it was a little bit confusing to place them at first. That's all or, I'm saying. Uh, oh, so wait. You're talking about you're talking about the younger versions of them. No, the older versions of James. Oh. Keep up. <laughs> I well then I then I have to disagree. Let's I move can't. on. Let's move on. <laughs> I, I respectfully disagree. <laughs> Whatever. Um, okay. So, so did you read the actual synopsis for this movie? Okay. Um, that shows how much I pay attention to you. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm learning that. <laughs> so, so. I actually want to go. I want. I actually want to go back real quick just to the original short film of this movie. Sure. sure. Which when we did our we we did a a, a short a film episode. episode, and sure. I had found this short film on YouTube years ago, and I loved the short film so much. I thought it was just the it was it was the perfect length for a short film. Honestly, like uh, people short. who. Well, yeah, people who people who put out a forty minute long movie and call it a short film, go fuck yourself. Go fill the fish, because that's uh, that's not a short film. Short film is like Adam, two or three minutes. Adam Green, oh, real quickly, Adam Green. You know, he's a he's a director. Yeah, what he's talking about. Yeah, uh, he will flat out tell you that if your short film is longer than five to ten minutes, most people won't watch it. Yeah, it's, it's just it, that that's a commitment to that point. Well, it's almost longer like than five, it's ten almost minutes, like it's a commitment. It's almost like psychologically, you hear the term "short film." Like, "Hey, let me show you my short film." You and, and so then you and then you sit down and you, you, you sit down and you see a timestamp that says seventeen minutes, and you go, "Oh, this isn't short." God, that's not short. I could be, I could be eating an entire jar of pickles over my sink during that time. <laughs> like, don't take that away from me. <laughs> it's, it's so. Sad that that is <laughs> so relatable for me. <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. And I'm, not, I'm not even talking quarantine times. That's just real life. Just, just a just a whole, just a whole half gallon of Milwaukee pickles. Ooh, I, was, I was gonna say them Clausens ain't gonna eat themselves. All, Dude, the Clausens, the Clausens are almost. The Clausens are so good that it's almost disrespectful to eat an entire jar. I do the babies, the baby. Oh, the baby. baby pickles. That's what. That's what. Oh, baby. Uh, babies. It, anyway, the the original short for this movie um, was so good. I this, it was when we did our short episode. It was one of my favorite ones. 
because it was so effectively creepy like it was the 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 concept was simple the the woman who by the way i love the fact that uh, well i think it's actually is it david f sandberg's wife it's his wife yeah okay yeah so i love the fact that she actually came back for the beginning of this movie um in the original short she goes she just like goes to switch off the the light switch in her hallway and mm-hmm. as soon as she switches off the light switch, you see this spooky figure standing at the end of the hallway, and you just yes. see the black outline. It's fucking and, terrifying, dude. And they kept that throughout the entire movie, which I was so happy about. They did, and, and then that, they and they did, and then they no, ruined it. I don't. I actually disagree with you. I don't think they ruined it. I think they that it was did. tastefully. I think it was tastefully done at the end <clears throat> because they mixed. They mixed reveal the reveal with because she was still in shadow at the end of the movie too it wasn't like once the reveal happened the shadow was gone it was it was very tastefully choices in. I, I was actually the, completely okay with it the re, the reveal ruined it for it it didn't fully re, well, we'll it get didn't into that. fully we'll get into ruin that. it for me but we'll get to that but anyway so in in the short like so she this this woman david f samber's wife uh she switches the light switch off and she sees this like ghostly figure at the end of the hallway. It's not even a ghost. It's more of like this mangled, tangled, creepy, uh, like, I don't know. It's just like, like almost like a, like a feral person. Yeah. You know, like, uh, uh, tell me about the ghoul. Like like Pollyanna McIntosh as the fucking woman, you know, like, Oh dude. Yes. That's that's what she looks like standing at the end of the hallway. And this this short, like even thinking about it right now, my chi- my chest tightens up a little bit. She switches the light chest. switch off, and you see the fu- the figure standing at the end of the hall, and the, and she gasps like her, her her. She's got a very genuine reaction to it. Flicks the lights back on, nothing there. Flicks the Go lights on. off, yeah. the things there She's again. There. Well, they, she does it. They, she does it a few more times, and finally, the last time she does it, she flicks the light switch off, and the thing is only two feet away from her yeah. but it's but it's what i love is it's facing away from her so it's in, it's it, it's in the it's, movie they recreated that entire sequence and i love that. only only instead of it being a face away from you it was face forward yeah two feet away from you and they basically they they basically open this movie with a like with a shot for shot remake almost of the short yes. film and i fucking it's, love it's, that dude it's almost like it's almost like they wanted to start it with. This is where we started with. Yeah. Now let us take you further. Like, right, and I right, love right. that. I right. absolutely loved it. It was just as effective in this movie. I'll, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to go ahead and say I I re- this was a fucking great movie. It it was it was really really good. I liked I, um, it. I did. I, I loved, liked it. I liked I actually it a lot. Loved it. I loved every bit of it. I thought that. Now I made the mistake. I mentioned this earlier in the show. I me- I made the mistake of watching this in the middle of the day. This is the kind of movie that is, to me, it's the best visual representation of the concept of being afraid of the dark. Absolutely, dude. And I think that goes a long way because every kid can can understand the idea of being afraid <clears throat> of the dark. And this movie visually represents that fear in a way that I don't think any movie has ever done. Absolutely. And this was just and and this is one of those movies where when it came out, it got it, you know, it got a decent amount of hype or whatever. You know, there was trailers for it. You know, all the horror sites promoted it. It came out, it did good for the first week, and then just kind of disappeared. Like it to be honest with you, it's what typical horror movies do. You have a good opening first week and then it just kind of fades away. Like that's just that's that is horror in the mainstream. I'll be, um, I'll, I'll be honest, I do feel it I oh sorry 
sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, no. I was no, no, no. I was I was pretty much done. I was just gonna say like it it had that fate, but I think that this movie is severely underrated because it's a really good spooky like tightly contained horror movie. I think it's I think it's, it's underrated. I think it's I I agree with you. I think it's underrated for its uh for its for its good points. I feel like uh I, I did have problems with it, you know. But like, I have I, I have problems with I have problems with every movie, you know. But but I I, I, I <laughs> yeah, typically you're a fucking cynic. <laughs> I t- <laughs> I typically sing the praises of. Uh, I say I I, I, t- I tend to sing the praises of a of a movie more than like honing in on the stuff that I didn't like about it, and I'll probably do yeah. that with this movie too. I did have problems with this movie, but overall, I felt like even though even though it had like what some people a lot of people would typically regard as uh, like cheesy jump scares. To mm-hmm. me, to me, I don't know why it was almost like I was I was expecting every single one of them, and they were still effective except for maybe two. And I think it was here. Here's here's where I had a problem with what they did at the end once the black light came into the picture. Um, I really enjoyed the black light portion. All of, of the it. all I thought of that was a really effective way of being able to show her without being able to show her. I liked. I liked the idea of this creature being <clears throat> completely obscured for the entire film. Sure. I didn't ever want to see her face. And once I saw her face, I was let down. You know what I mean? I wasn't. I actually, I I was, actually I, kind of I, I was I, I saw. enjoyed the look of I enjoyed the fact that you could see what was under under the veil, if you will, like, yeah. I, I kind of enjoyed that. And the black light actually was, I think, I think the black light was was inventive because I can relate to the idea of a black light revealing things you don't want to be seen, like the like the, the t- ghost you talk, in you talking about the semen? ghost. The ghost in Lights Out was like the cum stain on the horror community. You put a black light <laughs> on it, and suddenly. And suddenly everything is revealed. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I wouldn't want a black light shown on me. Neither does she. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Uh, is it blood? Relate, is it cum? Jane. Is it piss? Nobody knows. No, it's all cum. It's all cum. <laughs> it's all, it's all cum. <laughs> I, I can relate to it. I did like that. Here's the thing, though. When I, I was know, when I was I, younger, like, though, when I was going through my new metal phase, I had two, <laughs> not, not one, not two black lights in my room. Right? Oh so I shit! Had to be, so I had to be extra careful with my laundry. Is all I'm saying. But um, dude, you uh, wait. Hold on. I, hold, I lived. Wait. Through, hold on. Hold on. What? How what? many? How many posters did you buy from Spencer's Gifts? Oh, I had at least four. <laughs> Oh yeah, no, no. I that was, dude. I loved it. Like I was, I was a kid of the early two thousands where black light was the thing. Like I oh, had like yeah, two different dude. black lights in my room. I would hang out there and talk on the corded phone to my girlfriends. Yeah. You know, like let's be honest. That was what color? Wait, talking. what color? I wasn't was the talking phone? to any, actually anybody. But um, what, color, what color was the phone? <laughs> White. It's what my parents gave me. <laughs> Please. Bullshit. I had a. My point I had a, was. I had a black was, phone in my bedroom, dude. Yeah, Forget off. about it. My, 
Oh, no. I didn't actually have a phone in my bedroom because I wasn't allowed. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what yeah. a square. Yeah. What an L7 house. square. Jeez. Strict household I grew up in. My <laughs> point was I loved the black light phase. Like, that was like my deal. I loved it. So like, there's a part of me when I watched this movie, I was like, being that this movie was made back in the like early 2000s. No. Wrong. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm thinking of Darkness Falls. Holy shit. So... Okay, fine. It took me back. It took me back to the early 2000s where I was like, I totally get the blacklight thing though. I thought it was I thought it was cool. I think that the blacklight, the use of blacklight was cool in the way that I think the use of Power Man 5000 in a soundtrack is cool. As soon, <laughs> that makes sense. As soon as my as soon as Mike as soon as Mike saw the blacklight come out in this movie, <laughs> he stood up from his couch. With a with a fucking glow stick in each hand, and just started <laughs> rave dancing. And he's he looks true. He looks it's at true. both of his hands in wonder, and he's like, as he's dancing, he's like, "Where the fuck did I get glow sticks?" And he and he just doesn't even care. Doesn't Shut matter up. where the glow sticks came it from. Took me, it took me to a place. It's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's move on. Um, I think. Look, uh, well, here's the thing. The visual of the of the of the black light toward the end of the movie, like the way it was lighting Teresa Palmer, um, and her just her gorgeous face and everything, uh, yeah. that looked really cool. I mm-hmm. just hated when they actually showed Diana, because here, like, here's the thing, like the idea. So the idea of Diana in her in her real life being this real diana being diana being the ghost for everybody who hasn't seen the movie right 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 is the name of the ghost yeah right um the the creature if you will Uh, i'm sorry the creature (laughs) i uh the so the way it lit the atmosphere like the way it lit the rooms and and set the atmosphere the black light i really like that but i loved the basically the silhouette of Diana, the way she looked, I thought it looked so fucking creepy. Sure. And then once, and then once they finally did that shot in the black light, where she, uh, uh, where Teresa, what's her name, Rebecca, uh, where yeah. Rebecca is kind of scanning the room, and then she finally gets to the the one with the messy hair, yeah. and then it turns toward the camera, and it looks like a a witch, basically. Like I just, I. I was like, oh so, god, that was fucking so stupid. I just loved I I there was I loved the idea of this like silo like this silhouette creepy sure. beast, you know, like And she's and she kind of stays in the shadows and you never really understand what she is and then she's yeah, I yeah. I, I totally understand that. Like, I do. I fucking love that, dude. And it was well, just a disappointment for me like when they finally showed her face. I was just I thought it was so stupid I looking. I think that based on the <clears throat> the backstory that they gave her character though that it worked personally. Um and I like but, the idea that, I like the idea that this is like a, a mix of you don't know whether it's real or you or mental illness. You know, like the the, the movie kind of like it, it kind of like goes back and forth on that line a lot, you know, and takes liberties. It was kinda way. it was it sort of had like a that. it sort of had a Babadook thing going on. Okay, I have in my notes in the, in the first movie where I got like Candyman and Don't Knock Twice yeah. vibes, I totally got Babadook yeah. vibes from this movie as well. 100%. Right, yeah, because like yeah, the yeah. the whole thing could sort of be a parable for the the mental illness of the mm-hmm. mother 
and and the and the son 100%. is and the son is questioning throughout the entire movie whether he's also going to be crazy when he gets older because it's actually kind of when did Babadook come out? I can't remember when Babadook came out. Uh, twenty fifteen, somewhere around there. Because I mean, there was before we've been doing this movie for almost four years. Give or take, so I would say that Baba Duke came around around 2015, 2016 is my because guess. these movies are actually like when you break it down, uh, just uh, like when you when you break when you break it down, they're actually eerily similar, right? They are. No, there's a, mother, a lot of a mother a mother who's dealing with mental issues, a son who is de- like taking the brunt of those mental issues, and then this mm-hmm. weird creepy silhouette monster who's following the two of them throughout the household like it's they're very similar yeah i um i think that they they are extremely similar and i think that both movies um i think that both movies benefit from one of the same things and that is that the characters are written superbly well that was actually one of my bigger takeaways from this movie excuse me is that the uh the 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 writer of the movie captured the the essence of every character so well that every single one of them was in- incredibly believable and i just, i don't know like i think that the uh i actually felt this fucking beer is coming back at me <laughs> good lord um i actually felt like every character was so incredibly realistically believable like that maybe that's just me but like i really thought that and I don't have his name in front of me. Whoever the writer was of this movie, that might be a correction for next week. Um, he, uh, Eric Heiserer wrote yes, the yes, screenplay. Him. Yeah, he is. He was able to capture. You know, a lot of movies have very one-dimensional characters, and you don't get invested in them because it's like you can't really connect to them. I connected to every single one of these characters, especially Brett. And in, in all, in all fairness, like. I saw Brett, like, as I was watching this movie, go, this guy, like, this is, like, a me character. Like, he's he's a dude that, like, you can tell comes from somewhat of, like, a like a punk rock musical background. Just the way that he dresses, the way that he acts, whatever. Yeah, yeah. He's of that persuasion. And he, he has all the best and worst characteristics, literally, of me. <laughs> you know? <laughs> he, um... He, small, small dick. Uh, <laughs> he questions. He questions people's motives when people don't want him to. He stays in relationships way too long after he should. Um, he he will he'll stick around when chicks probably most guys would be like, well, this chick doesn't want me. I'm going to leave. No, he sticks around thinking that maybe I have a shot. I mean, shit. He w- he was with this girl. He was with uh, what's her name, uh, Rebecca's character for what eight months bef- before, and she wouldn't even let him stay over at his house. <laughs> like that's a long time like that's a crazy long time and it builds it's actually, on the dude's character it's actually kind of interesting hearing you you read this character from your point of view compared to how i saw him why because it well like like especially your your whole it, he stays in relationships way longer than he he should yeah I mean, she's she's a girl. I mean, the way that they, they they frame her in this movie is that she is a girl that clearly has a lot of baggage. She does not she she does not very easily get close to guys, and let's be honest, after a couple of months, most guys would come and go. Yet here's a dude in Brett that sees something in her, and he is just kind of willing to put up with it for months and months and months and months and months, hoping that he can break through. 
I find <clears throat> myself a lot in that because I, I, I personally, and you know this, I tend to date chicks who fucking need saving, and I think <laughs> I can save them. Like, and I will hang on a Somebody lot longer. Shut up, shut up. Like, I feel like I can, I can hang on longer than I rightfully should. You know that about me. Like, so I saw myself in this character a lot. No, yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's actually, I, now that, now that I'm kind of putting my thoughts and your thoughts together, yeah, it, it actually all falls in what line. Were, what were you going to say though? Um, <laughs> like I was, well, I was, I was stuck on your whole, your whole idea that he was, he was in a relationship way longer than he should have been. I wasn't really reading it the same way that you were, but I get what you're saying now. Um, that being said, Brett, Brett was actually my favorite character of the entire movie. Yeah, he was great. I dude. liked him. Like he was, yeah. he he was. He was a good when you, dude. Like yeah, when you when you first see him, dude. when you first see him, like in the first scene that you see him and Rebecca, like it it almost comes across at fir- like when you first see it, like the scene opens up and they had obviously just banged, and you're like, oh, okay, like you see this dude, and like it's it's funny that it's funny that he in almost it's funny that almost, in movies in movies I judge people. I judge people way more harshly than I would judge people in real life. Cause I sure. see him like I'm not, I back when I had hair, I used to have hair down to my shoulders, but now I have male pattern baldness. So I don't have that anymore, me, but I still have you minus I, the male pattern baldness. I still have a, <laughs> I still have a beard and I have tattoos and I, and I, you know, like I, Such I, a badass. I'm sorry. Like I'm just, I'm a, I'm a badass. But like when I see when I saw Brett at first, I was like, "What's what's this douchebag up to?" You know, like what does he want? I'm judging people way more harshly than they deceive they deserve to be judged. Um, but then within the first five minutes, he's he's like the sweetheart. Like he's trying to yeah. I just hey, like I just want a drawer. That I can put some of my stuff in. He in your tries place. to leave like he tries to leave a sock there, which right. is like the most passive aggressive thing. Which again is totally me, like the king of passive aggressive. Oh, that's super. That's super you. That's super you. And she's like pushing why, him like, out the door, and I was like, "Fuck, yeah, Brad dude. is Brad is Brad is such a catch. Like, why aren't you locking him down?" But then because just it, like me, right? Because well, not well, maybe not you. He's. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> He's, he can grow I'm facial a, hair way better than you. My mother tells me can. I'm a catch, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he was up. like a he was like a shit who uh he was like a a more handsome version a, a more handsome but less funny version of Crystalia. That's what he reminded me of. Oh, I could totally see that. Yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? I could totally see that. But he was a good dude like and then <laughs> I love I love they tried they they tried to do a thing at the end of the movie where he got out and had been attacked several times by the creature and he speeds off in his car and they Did go you think oh for my. one second he was well, that, actually that's leave, the though. thing they tried they tried they're like oh my god is he leaving they, I think he left and I was like though, fuck they, no Brad's they, not leaving Brad's the best they, guy in the entire world you know he's coming built back his, they built his character up so well yeah, that you knew he was going to come back. Oh, which, for sure. Which I think was a good thing and a bad thing. Um, 
I, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the quickest synopsis here uh, of this movie. The, uh, the mother had this imaginary friend named um, Diana. Diana. Her, the mother has an imaginary friend named Diana that was tormenting Rebecca when she was young. Rebecca got out at a super young age. Um, the mother remarried. Uh, her husband, her and her husband had a son named Brett. Brett is now going through the same thing with this fucking Diana ghost stuck in their house. And Brett keeps running away from home, going to his sister's house. No, 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 house. no, no. Home... Brett, no, Brett's the older dude. Oh, I'm You're sorry, talk... I'm sorry. Uh, I'm Martin. sorry. Martin. Martin. I'm sorry. Martin. Martin. Martin is the little brother who now is dealing with the ghost of Diana. Yeah. Keeps leaving his house, going to Rebecca's house to save to, to save him. And uh, they basically go and confront their mother for having this imaginary friend slash ghost that is ter- tormenting their house that's that's the movie basically right um so if anybody was confused as to what we're talking about that's just the, the most of the basic of info we can give you this movie's um, this movie's weird and interesting in the way that they um halfway through the movie everybody's on board you know what i mean like in in a lot of movies like this, where in a lot of movies like this, where somebody is supposedly crazy and seeing somebody in the room that they're talking to, but nobody else can see, and blah blah blah, you usually have a skeptic th- throughout the entire movie. But about halfway through the movie, everybody's on the on board, and they're like, "Oh well, yeah, we all know that this fucking creep's well, real, and we're about to deal with it." <laughs> it's it was well, kind Rebecca of interesting, was, you know. Rebecca was the skeptic for the first third of the movie at least well yeah until she gets fucking choke hanged by her she (laughs) she she knew what she saw as a kid but i think that she thought that that was just kind of her imagination until it came back to her as an adult and i think that you have a character like like brett that keeps her grounded and he's the one that like you're watching throughout the entire movie does he believe it does he not whatever and it's not until he gets physically attacked by, by Diana, yeah, that he believes it, you know. And I, I kind of actually feel like the movie lives with Brett's character less than everybody else's because you're sort of seeing it through his eyes. Like you're yeah. kind of experiencing the movie through Brett's eyes the entire time. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. Okay. Are you so, seeing this? Yes. So you're screen sharing with. I me just right screen now. shared with you. Uh, so. The version of Diana that you see in this movie is one of the creepiest fucking like ghost slash demons slash whatever you want to call it things ever in movies. It's a completely black silhouette with just these fucking white reflective eyes. And the best part about uh, the movie is that they did everything in camera practically. They had reflective tape actually over yeah. the actress's eyelids. I remember, I, I remember seeing this in the director's because in the original, in the original short film, it was just the silhouette of the character. Yeah. Uh, and then, and then they're, they're like, "How can we?" Because they wanted just the silhouette of the character for the feature-length film, but they wanted her eyes to look like they were glowing. But they're like. We can't really. They basically, I I can't remember. They basically said like we can't afford to do the the CGI that it would take to have her eyes yeah. glowing in every shot. So like yeah. how how can we do this practically? So they said um, the way that all movies did it before you. How about that? There you go. Yeah. So they they literally took two pieces of reflective tape and put them over the eyelids of the actress who was playing Diana, and yeah. then. The the director stood off camera with a tiny little blue light from 
I, I think it was from his cell phone, actually, off camera and pointed it toward the actress. So it was just the faintest amount of light to where it wouldn't be picked up by the camera to where it would actually light any of her body, but it would just reflect off the tape enough to where it would show those eyes glowing in the dark. Yeah. And it, it is the so fucking good. spookiest so looking thing, good. dude. What? And and then and then I'm gonna I'm gonna share this with you. Alicia Villa yeah. Bailey, the the girl who played So gorgeous. Oh, she's a babe. <laughs> Such a babe. Wow. You might be uh-huh. you might be you might be going into the same thing that I was gonna go into, but continue. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say like the original concept for Diana was that she would be a very stagnant kind of like just you know, statuesque kind of ghost. Like she yeah. would just kind of be kind of there. And then she met, uh, she met uh, uh, Alicia Villa Bailey, who was the stunt double for Teresa Palmer, who played Rebecca in another movie. Yeah. And when he met her and realized that she was basically like an ex dancer and knew how to move her body in all these weird ways, they realized, oh shit, we can do so much more with this character. What was the? And that is was how that, the, was that Warm Bodies? What was the? I don't. I, I. I have no idea what the movie oh, okay. was beforehand, but I know that she was her stunt double on another movie. And when when the director saw her in this movie, they go, "We can do so much more with this." And that's when the idea of her being all contorted and all that stuff came to light because they realized that this actress can can do this, and it was and it was perfect, you know. Um, and I, and to me, like those were the things, like the contortion things and all that, like just made for that that character, and especially being that it was in camera made mm-hmm. it so much creepier. Yeah. Like and it was so much more effective and I fucking loved it. Um and there I were de- know, there was... there definitely were some I definitely had some problems with this movie like uh like there were certain scenes where like especially expose expose scenes where I was just expose. like, like expo- <laughs> expose expose scenes where I was just like kind of rolling my eyes like the f- like what? like like the whole idea that uh, Diana had a skin condition, and then there was uh, well, that, Re- that, Rebecca. That just... Rebecca was sitting in a room listening to basically a fucking Doctor Noby tape uh, about about Diana, and then they showed pictures of oh, we're gonna try this. So this this little girl Diana had a, a skin condition where she couldn't be exposed to light, or her skin would sort of burn and then this dr noby fuck whoever he was he he said well we're gonna expose her to 1200 watts of light anyway and then she essentially what they implied was she spontaneously combusts that's combust, pretty much uh, it, com- yeah. not converse sorry Kim, she's, she's spontaneously, she spontaneously combusted she spontaneously <laughs> combusted it, like sitting in the chair and then every time I they would sh- kind of like it. And then every time they showed the chair, it actually had a human form, like a blacked out yeah, human form in the dude. That was, was fu- very, that was cor- that was corny as fuck, dude. That was it so was stupid. Very House on Haunted Hill, and I kind of liked it. But this like, movie wasn't. But the, there's it's there's a whole a, dude. But it's a horror movie. It's like, you can't say that, dude. No, you can't I just say that, it's a horror movie and then I, move I'm the along. First one, like I'm the first one to call horror movies out for their shit. Trust me, I understand it. I just think that the there are, there are certain things. I think that every trope needs to be used specifically, and I think that not every trope can be used in every instance. 
this movie though i feel like the the, the trope of oh she had the skin disease and they tried to do this light thing and she spontaneously combusted and now she's like a ghost I, I, it's 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 completely ridiculous i completely <laughs> get that but this movie is a completely ridiculous movie to begin with so i feel like you can use that and it doesn't seem so far fetched like it's it works in this particular situation I don't know. And I'm I just, completely okay with it. I just think it's funny that in my own brain, in my own opinion, that within the confines of this completely ridiculous story, that was more that was ridiculous enough for me to say, huh? <laughs> like Wait, what? look at the movies look at the movies where I look at the ridiculous stuff though and I can't get past it. We've had them very recently. You know, like yeah. there's stuff where I can't, I can't. Yeah, you're, st- I, I you're think, still, well, you're still wrong about crawl. But this is the beauty. This is the beauty of genre movies. I think that every person has a different threshold of what they're willing to believe and what they're not. And I think that that's the beauty of, of horror and and genre movies are that you know you can have these different versions of reality. And they're going to resonate with some people, and some people they're just not going to, you know. Like, and that's that's and, the beauty of it. But here's the thing that's also beautiful is that I'm not saying that this movie didn't resonate with me because there was plenty of it that did. I had my little gripes about this movie overall, mm-hmm. but for the most part, I really, I really enjoyed it. And I don't like I I I I saw a lot of people bitch about this movie when it first came out. Yeah. And now, after finally seeing it after four years, even though I wanted to see it four years ago, I think it's good that we kind of. I think it's good we see these movies after all the hype dies down a little after bit. After the hype, yeah. Because so many people were bitching about this movie when it first came I out. I loved it. I and I thought it was great. I would like. Actually... I, I like. I would. This. It's got. It. It's. It's definitely got rewatch value for me. I. Oh I, yeah. I, like I wouldn't. This I is... wouldn't write this movie off ever. I would actually, I would actually say this is a great date movie. You know what I'm saying? If you're watching this movie with a girl for the first time, right, and she's a little bit afraid of, you know, typical haunted stuff or whatever, <laughs> you watch this movie, she's gonna be all up on your shit. And if and and if you're a chick who is way more a dudely <laughs> and you're dating like a pussy ass dude, he's gonna be way up on your shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, this works both ways. Um, it's a good date movie though. It is. It's creepy enough. It's innocent enough. Like it's a good, just little ghost movie. Like it's got some good you know, scares in it, dude. It does. It does. Like and it's funny. It's like you actually, parts. you it's actually see, the, you actually see them coming because there's a very, there's a very specific formula that for how. Voyeuristic. What's that? I said, well, that seems voyeuristic. <laughs> there's, there's actually you, a see, spe- you just see everybody coming. That's <laughs> gross, James. Just, just <laughs> squirting. <laughs> <laughs> you like there's actually a very specific formula for how this thing can show up in this movie. Yeah, so you dude. you know how you know when it's going to show up, but it's still pretty fucking startling when it does. So yeah, I think I I, so I think that uh I think I think it's that's pretty well. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I agree. And also I think that it's I think it's amazing that this came from a short film that really kind of rattled the internet and it caught the attention of some bigger dudes like uh uh james wan was a producer on this movie um i actually didn't know that he produced this movie i had no idea until i actually saw it in the credits yeah i i don't know if he uh if he if the short caught his attention i can't remember the exact exact story behind it but uh 
I'm sure that's, it was something like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, James Wan jumping on your team, that's fucking, yeah. that's awesome right there. I agree. Um, I also, I also, another thing that I didn't see coming was the ending of this movie. Did not, <laughs> did not see that coming. <laughs> that was, that was another one of my. It, I don't want to give anything away real quick. I don't, I don't want to give the ending away. I just didn't see what happened. Didn't see that coming. <laughs> That was an that was another one of my small gripes with the movie, just because really? just because it was so abrupt. You know what I mean? It was abrupt, but I thought that it was un- understandably abrupt. It was it was, but like under understandably abrupt makes sense in real life. Understandably abrupt abrupt doesn't make sense in the film world. Well, I mean, but the film world is supposed like, to be telling well, you a story like, that you like, would believe in real life. Yeah, yeah, but uh, yeah, it is, but it isn't at the same time. If you were, if you were, if you were the fa- if you were the father of kids, imagine that. Um, and later in life, the, there was some weird supernatural thing that was happening that was connected to you, and the only way to rid your children of this thing would be to kill yourself. I guess I'm giving the ending away. Oh, wow. You're just giving the ending I, I, away. My point is, though, wouldn't you do the same thing, though? Like, wouldn't you sacrifice yourself for your children's future? I feel like I would explore reason and... Uh, <laughs> nope. Fuck them. <laughs> I would I would explore reason and and weigh my options beyond the course of the events of one night. She's also been weighing her no, she's been weighing her <laughs> options for 12 years. This started back when 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 her young her oldest daughter was a kid. Like, this has been going on for like 12 years and she finally comes to the realization that the problem's her. Well, and that's I get a, that. I that's another get it. that's another one of the parts of this movie that's like that's interesting is is that she uh there are, there are instances throughout this movie where it it really makes it evident that if she were just taking her medicine, Diana would go away. I mean, was that ever established though? Yes. I mean, really? I, I yes. I think that the idea yeah because that she Rebecca acted more normal was there, but I don't think that Diana ever went away. I think that her psychosis might have been better, but like. A ghost isn't psychosis. I think well, that the, the, but, I think that Diana caused her to be crazy, and the meds helped her to not be as crazy. But that doesn't mean that she still wasn't seeing Diana when she was lucid. I think I think that this movie that's kind of how I took it. I think this movie's a little more complicated than what we're giving it credit for, though. I think that, and and honestly, what a lot of people are getting it giving it credit for, like. Like I, I, I feel that Diana is not necessarily just a ghost, but also a physical manifestation of her psychological. I think um, you're 100 percent correct. You know what I mean? Like, correct. yeah, yeah. Like, like in, like in, like in, uh, fuck, like in, uh, Babadook. Like I brought it up earlier. You know what I mean? You know, I like again. I think that you're 100 percent correct. I I do believe that the film can be absolutely taken as that. But if you're taking it from more of the supernatural standpoint, yeah, I think that there's 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 a little bit of a, a crossover there. You know what I'm saying? That's all. Yeah, yeah. And if you're know. taking it just from the supernatural standpoint, what she did at the end is, you know, that's pretty much what she had to do. I just felt like it was very abrupt. 
Like, yeah. Rebecca's just like, what are you doing? And then the mom goes, saving your life. Click, click, boom. Yeah. In the words of saliva or whoever the fuck. Click, click, boom. <laughs> Coming down with the stereo. Coming with a buck wild. Click, click, click boom. <laughs> um, anyway, though, yeah, I, I just, I thought, I thought it was fine. I did not have an issue with that ending whatsoever. I thought that, um, now there was, there's another ending to this movie. Oh, there was? Uh, that was that was cut from the theatrical release. It is a deleted scene on the Blu-ray. Really? Um, but uh, the ghost... The, so the ghost of Diana comes back after everything happens and is now haunting the sun. And the I, I guess there was the big controversy with that was, A, that doesn't really make a whole lot of sense with the ending... And B, they thought there's a lot of people that thought that the idea that her mother killing herself basically over depression sent bad vibes. And then the fact that her death didn't mean anything was even worse because it just continued on anyway. There's people that thought that, but that so they they changed the ending and it is what it is now. Okay. That's that's where I hate people because <laughs> Because let a because let a let a strong let a strong message be a strong message, right? Like, because sure. if you're looking at it in that in those terms, it's it's kind of this idea that like uh, depression or mental illness is something that can be hereditary. Sure. No, yeah. hereditary. Something that can oh, be yeah. from past. Well, can, from, something that can be passed from generation to generation. Exactly sure. like Babadook. Like if it would have ended with the sun suddenly being haunted by Diana, yeah, it would have totally been a, a Babadook type type story. It, no, I agree because it's the idea that it's even though Babadook ended on sort of a a lighter tone, it, but throughout the entire movie, the message sort of was that the sun was being prepared for something that was coming to him whether he wanted it to or not yeah because it was hereditary regardless of which um it was cut from the movie for those reasons and uh that was it is what it is i i like the ending the way that it is honestly i like the idea that that diana ended with the mother i think that's a good you know finite type of ending to it um, this move, this this move, this movie was greenlit for a sequel a week after it premiered because this movie made back its entire budget within the first weekend, and then it went completely silent. And there's never been news of a sequel since. Good, I hate that. Which, I hate. Which I is hate. weird. <laughs> no, that's that's good though. I hate the idea of a sequel to this movie. No, I agree with you. I'm just saying it's weird that like it was all going, and then it just went from here to nothing. Like it's just dead. You could uh, you could say that they turned the lights out on the sequel. Speaking of lights out, let's turn the lights out on this episode. <laughs> let's turn the Booyah. lights out on this two hour um, and forty minute episode. We are we are so late on this, and I hope I can cut a little bit out. But my God, if you're still with us, thank you. You know what? All I you, I, all of you I two people. <laughs> you know what? I don't. I I hope that you don't cut a single second out. Nope. Nope, I'm going to. Just just <laughs> let her ride. Just let this her is, ride. This is way too long. <laughs> way too long. Um, 
All right. So, hey, James, where can people find us? Yeah, man. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, SoundCloud, and Facebook at the Buzz to Kill Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Buzz to Kill PC. You can find us on all major streaming sites. Uh, clearly, you've already found us. So, tell a friend or two. You know, not three. That's just that's just being overly presumptuous of us. Yeah, that's but one uh, or two. We're all into. That's us getting greedy. So. Uh... Yeah, yeah, you know. One or two. One or two should be fine. That's it. That's it. <laughs> uh, well, hey. And, uh, yeah. That's it. So next week we're doing another bad brew. It's another bad brew. And, it's, and this is a and it's it's this gonna, is a true she, bad brew. She's gonna <laughs> she's gonna be a deuce. It's gonna be uh oh, oh yeah. It's gonna House be a of, House of the Dead by Uva Bowl. It's um well it's Uva Bowl and it's House of the Dead. I don't I'm not sure what else there is to say about it. Do we even need to do an episode? <laughs> um, ne- next weekend, it'll be another bad brew. We may or may not be this drunk. It it remains to be I'm seen. Actually, uh, I'm actually pretty good right oh, now. Oh, I'm drunk. Uh, oh, I'm not. I'm pretty good. Uh, it's it's quarantine, so it is what it is. Hey, man. Corn drunk. <laughs> All right, so next week, uh, House of the Dead. We'll see you then. Try to have a good night. <laughs>